They call it Rumspringer. <laughs> you don't know about this? No, I don't know anything about Amish people. Hey everybody, welcome to episode two of the IFNZ podcast. I'm Justin. And I'm Shad. Mm, we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Later. <laughs> that was a bad intro. <laughs> Are we just, we're just gonna keep it though. Yeah, we're gonna keep okay, it. Okay, cool. I'll I'll throw in something. I'll, I'll throw the outro in there, and then I'll be like, "Psych." Yeah. And then we'll leave this part all part in, so they know. So that way they know. But now the outro is gonna play. Yeah. We just came back from it. <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> it's a vicious cycle. We could just keep nobody knows what's going over and over this episode. again. Like, that was a really short episode, but according to my thing, Your it thing. says it's an hour, whatever it's going to be. What do you mean? You know, like when you read a pod, no, you listen to a podcast. Yeah, you're. Listening. When you listen to a podcast, it says like this episode is an hour and thirty minutes long, or an yeah, hour yeah, and whatever. Yeah. But if we end it, Ours, they're going to know. I'm pretty sure episode one was like almost two, two and, and a half. half. <laughs> I as, still haven't finished listening to it. As, <laughs> as soon as we got up last week after I stopped it, I looked at Shad and I said, that was as long as sitting through Infinity War. <laughs> he goes, oh my God, it was. My legs hurting. I even went pee in the middle of Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, we'll, uh, this one might be a little shorter. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Just like a dwarf. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how was your week, my friend? My week was okay. We don't have six months to catch up on, we so we can no. just do a week. Uh, it was okay. Just mostly uh, work-related stuffs, mm. and then uh, the beginning of this week was not really any kind of busy work or anything like that. I'd mostly just been kind of hanging out. Word. You? Word. Um, three things I had from this past week. Sure. One, it was hot as fuck. Yeah, it was. Hot AF, as the kids say. And, Do they? Uh, yeah, they say AF. That's what they say. That's what I, I hear. You're I just know. a meme and a half. You Sometimes right it's there. out. Is AF still in? Uh, I, I probably okay. Cool. I don't know. You're more into it than I am. Am I? I just feel like you know things. You have Twitter. What? You have Twitter. Yeah. And they like shorten things in Twitter. Yeah. I and mean, they shorten things in. They've shortened things in like text and life. Right. Yeah, but I don't text anybody. I text you, and you don't use AF a lot. So. I don't. No. You're about it. That's all no, I got. I, I, I'm of a firm belief that whenever I actually do a text message to people, I usually don't try to shorten things often. And if I do, it's just for people that are like, I'm just kind of being stupid. Yeah. And then I'm it's just going to do it for fun. Yeah, yeah. Just for goof. Like you go IRL or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Or I'll just be like, you should come over, but I'll spell it C-U-M-M-M-M-M-M-M. Yeah. I don't you think know, that's like shortening. That. <laughs> it's not. No, it's not. It's, that's that's the kind of like shorthand that that's I do. That's the shenanigans Otherwise, I, I write like I'm fucking Shakespeare over here. Yes. Yeah. 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 Full yeah. words, full periods and everything. That's all I ever yep. do. Yeah. I agree. Periods all over the place. Um, second thing, I got some new underwear. Yeah. Um, decided that I needed to not, uh, wear like underwear. Did, right. did we talk about underwear last week? We talked week? about underwear last week. Yeah, I got more. The box of briefs. We're good. I've got... Because you asked me... Got some Nickelodeons. You said, hey, what kind of underwear do you wear? Yeah. What kind yeah. of... Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you got, I got Nickelodeons? Some, I got some Nickelodeons. Is that like people could put a nickel in your little, uh, pee hole slot and then they can... the nickel Then they can take a peek. Nickelodeon. Yes. That would be super cool. I would get one quarter because everyone would say, like, don't do it. It's a waste. 
Um, and then I went and saw Solo. Those are the three things I know. Han Solo? Han, mother effing AF Solo. <laughs> oh, shit, dog. Yeah, it was good. Uh, we'll talk about it later, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. We'll do a little spoiler section in the our, back end of it, everything. In uh, our back end of our podcast. Talk, talk about it on the rear end. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are just tuning in, we did that last week with... Infinity War. Infinity War and Deadpool 2. Dose. So if you've checked out those movies and you want to uh, get your butt spoiled and hear our thoughts on it, then mm-hmm. definitely listen to episode one. You should listen to episode one first uh, before you go to two. What's wrong with you anyway? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I had a Memorial Day. Did you have a Memorial Day? I did. Cool. I got paid for it. Did you? Yeah. Nice. I didn't. Mm. Well, no, I guess I did. Yeah. Paid, yeah. Or was this paid holiday? I don't... Whenever I used to work for Verizon, it was a paid holiday, but it was usually always because I was there. Mm. <laughs> so, like, majority of the holidays, with the exception of, like, your major ones, like Christmas, Thanksgiving, yeah. Easter, and there are the ones that are like that. The I big don't ones. know. Fourth of July. Maybe Fourth of July. I can't remember. I would say, honestly, they probably had us work Fourth of July Easter. whenever I was at Easter. We were off. Oh, yeah? I said Easter. Oh, I was being silly. Uh, I zoned out. Sorry. I feel like they probably would have us work until, like... <clears throat> like noon or one oh, or something yeah. like that. But I remember working every Memorial Day. We would just get off work at like four or five o'clock instead. Yeah, yeah. Right well, I got my pail out. That's yeah, what I did. You Not got, like my bucket. Oh, okay. I got my pail out on my body. Oh, yeah, I got you. Got that pail out. I thought you actually meant like a pail, and I was just like, what? No. What? I went. I went. Uh, did a little swimming. Did but you? I didn't really swim because I don't. I found out that I don't really like to relax. Where'd you go to? Uh, my parents. Your parents. My parents, which they just opened their pool, and uh, did they charge? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. What was that? Um, it was that nickel. That <laughs> 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 That's underwear. really gross if you think about that. <laughs> um, no, but I found out that I'm not very good at relaxing. So like, I was like, cool. What can I do? While I'm in the pool, and I cleaned it. Instead of oh, like just yeah. chilling, you aren't just chilling. You're just no. like you're like. I was like can I have, leaves? I gotta. Can I have? Can I have the skimmer? Yeah. Can I get I the skim That's going? What I did. That was my uh, my pool time. Go call you Skim Kardashian. Yeah. I was Skim Kardashian. <laughs> yes. Um, I also went to uh, famous local metal band Annihilate the Heroes last show this past weekend. Did uh, you now? Yeah. Uh, I had to work. I was really wanting to go though. Which uh, is, for those of you who don't know us, which is probably most of anybody that tunes in, uh, that is my uncle and your cousin's True. Uh, band. Uh, he's the guitar player, singer, and all that jazz of uh, Annihilate the Hero. They don't play jazz, though. And uh, no. they are hanging up their hats. And uh, so their last show was in Mount Vernon, which is local to us, uh, this past weekend. And they played a hell of a show. It was good. It was a good one. There was a mosh pit for the first time I've seen in a long time at a metal mm-hmm. show. Everybody's a little tired and maybe a little old for yeah. moshing. I saw a little, a little bit of moshy in a clip that somebody posted. Yeah. It was like, I don't know it was, who posted it. Somebody posted a video. It was like, it said, uh, yeah. Annihilate's Final Notes or something like that. And it yeah. was like a minute long of the final song. Oh, it had cool. like a little bit of the breakdown in the middle of the song. And then just like the outro as it ended and stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. Um, I also decided, well, here's how it works. When I try to say, Shad, you're looking a little chubby. Yeah. Uh, you might need to do something about it, buddy. (laughs) Um, I get like a day (laughs) into it and then I fuck it up. Yeah. So this is day two of 
fucking it up? Or I, no, this is day two. Getting I'm, into it. I'm getting into it, and I fucked it up. Oh. So, uh, but I'm I'm kind of trying to do what I'm watching, watching what I'm doing. Maybe is better. Words. Uh, but um, I I it's a it's a um, it's a what's the thing when you eat too much? When you eat, you get full. No. Per binge. No. Uh, portion control. Portion control. I'm bad at portion control. So uh, I was working to, my way there. Yeah, we would have gotten there. <laughs> Uh, so I'm, I'm working on that and, uh, figured I might just kind of keep everybody updated on how I'm doing and maybe share some things in case there's anybody else out there. This is a life cast, not a podcast. We're not talking about just pods. We're talking right. about life. And we get to episode 10. He's like, I've gained 30 pounds. I've gained 30. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd started logging my stuff into my phone again, even when it's shameful like today when I was like, you know what? I need to go get turkey for my turkey sandwiches, which is a healthy option. Sure. And I went to Walmart for lunch and then bought two of the uh, pizza pillows. What? You know what I'm talking about? No. Pizza puffs. Pizza puffs. Like a Tostino's pizza roll? No, this thing's like, it's the size of a Pop-Tart almost, but like square. So it's like a, a square calzone? Yes, and they fry it. Have to fry it. I'm sure it's fried. So sure, and and it's just it's called a pizza puff. I wish it was called a pizza pillow because that sounds way cooler. It does. <laughs> but uh, I've, you first said you know what a pizza pillow is, and I was just like, it's like one of those like emoji pillows. May that I, I have see one, everywhere. please? <laughs> but uh, they're like a buck fifty, and I was like, I'll take two. Um, so I had two of those, and I bought a package of no bake cookies, <laughs> and I was like, this is lunch. So I uh, had the two pizza puffs and four of the no-bake cookies before I was like, I don't think I'm eating all 12 of these. Sure. Um, Which was good. I shouldn't have. Um, And then I get off work and I come to see your lovely face and stop by the gas station. I'm like, I'm not super hungry, but uh, I'd like something. And I got the uh, low-carb monster, which whatever. I'm Mm -hmm. sure that has calories still. Yeah, we did sound tests and we determined that his, uh, his monster is old. It's got 45 calories, so it's not super bad. No. But it's not super great, I'm sure. But what I did do is they have a double-decker fudge round now. Like, they have the double-decker oatmeal cream pie. (laughs) And that motherfucker is 500 calories. Um, So bounced it out. I took it down. Have a nice 545-calorie snack. And I think it's my dinner, so... That's your dinner? We'll find out. I don't know. You'll find out. You can get home and be like, eh, the turkey sandwich isn't going to be that bad. But Uh, then I'll have two more of those pies. But I got to. Have you ever done a cleanse? No. Um, so, but probably a month, a couple, few months. Let's, let's call it six months ago. Mm. Let's call it six. Probably around that time, I decided. You know what? I'm gonna do a cleanse. This is a uh, an in and out for me. Constantly, like I'm gonna do something good. I'm gonna change my life, mm-hmm. and then I don't. Um, Praise. But decided. Yes, queen. To do the cleanse, and uh, it was like your standard. It wasn't like super intense. It was like you take these vitamins. You so it wasn't this drinking the breakfast. It wasn't camping. It was not camping. Right. I don't know what that means. It was in. It wasn't intense. It was not intense. <laughs> you are correct. Um, but it was enough to where like I had to follow rules, and I don't like people telling me what to do. So therefore, um, I hated it. But I gotta tell you, you know when uh, when you're Amish. And then, like, when no. you... When, <laughs> when, uh, when you're Amish and then... They, uh, when you're, like, was it, like, 18, they give you, like, the, the free reign to do whatever the fuck you want for a week? Yeah, I don't know. They call it Rumspringa. Uh, 
You don't know about this? No, I don't know anything about Amish people. Yeah, I might be wrong, but I think this is true. Okay. You become an adult, and you have to follow all the, the Amish rules, which I'm not hating on Amish rules. What is it? Rum, rumspringa? Rumspringa. How do you spell it? I think it's R-U-M spring uh rum spring up yeah okay yeah um is and so rum spring is after you are go through being a child here we go 16 so not 18 but essentially you get to leave and go to like the city and kind of check everything out and see whether you want to return to the village or not and uh so it's like a true test like do you want to really be honest now that you're old enough to make decisions exactly. or do you want to yeah. stay here kind of a thing exactly i got you exactly and, and i i i mean i have never heard that term really no i'm i'm just educating you you are today but uh so essentially after i got out of that cleanse it was like fucking rum springer for me i was like let's party and i <laughs> wanted to eat i think i ate like a whole package of oreos that night and uh yeah. did you uh a whole was it one. was it like three sleeves no i meant <laughs> i ate I meant, them all i meant like whenever your quince was going on was it like whenever uh harry was on the toilet Harry! yeah uh no 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 poopies it wasn't no like a throw up no it just I thought whenever you have a cleanse a you lot just, of people have a tendency to have like a lot of diarrhea and kind of purging do, that sense i'm constantly pooping anyway so right sure <laughs> no i don't really i didn't really have anything any issues but i do think and tell me if i'm wrong i'm I mean, you're wrong you're not a doctor either. i could be though i'm not and you're not justin but harris md i've noticed i've started eating a lot more like i've got a bad pregnancy and well no uh <laughs> but i have noticed that so there's days when i've been a consistent like i go to the bathroom uh-huh. once a day yes I usually do that. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty consistent with it. Yeah. But I started to eat a lot more, and I had to go twice a day. Yeah. So is that like a, like, is that because it's I was just because all the much? excess, like, oils and grease and fats yeah, like, and stuff that are in your yeah. system, your body's just yeah. probably like, oh, fuck, this yeah. needs to leave now. I need to do it more Because it's not used yeah. to it. So I think that, that had Things a lot to do Things just running through, through you. But, yeah. yeah. So that's uh, what I've started. We'll see how long that lasts, because I'm on run, Rumspringa already today. Rumspringa. But I might have get it out of my system. And uh, you merely adopted the young Rumspringer. <laughs> I was born in it. Other than that, I've been fighting with autocorrect. I feel like it's fucking hating my guts recently. Yeah, but uh, I think that's every day for me. But uh, no, that's that's my my day to day until we get into the media of things. The media of things. Yeah. Shit. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, so we'll try to keep a, we're going to be a little, I guess, a little more structured this week in, not in like a, we're going to give you an oral report that's 1,500 words. Mm-hmm. and It's going to be a oral report. Double line spaced with 12 point font times in Roman, uh, inches on the side, one inch uh, margins. Yep. Uh, no, but just we're going to keep a little more like topical. So um, I'm, my first section. Talk about ointments. Yeah, like ointments. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is the uh, the the TV of things so the TVs so TV news um, ooh uh, real quick I don't I haven't watched a lot of shows but me and Mandy watched uh, a few episodes of uh, the old Antiques Roadshow because we're old people and we love watching that shit is it good that's so good dude I don't know anything about Antiques Roadshow but I love antique stores 
Yeah, I mean, if you like antique stores, you would. It, it's just cool, like watching these people go to experts, bringing yeah. like just random shit, and it'd just be like, "I found this lamp in my attic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been in the family for forty years. Yeah. We just we just covered it in an old tarp, uh, and and I, I just don't know anything about it. So I thought I'd bring it to you guys, and then the guy just be like, "Well, that that lamp is from." 1942. It's made by Tiffany and Company. You can tell by the the large bulbous sides and the flower decor. And he'll go all on about it. And then just at the end of it, the big payoff. He'd just be like, "If you were to go into retail value right now for this lamp, it'd be worth about twelve thousand to twenty thousand dollars." <laughs> I would insure it for a value of thirty thousand dollars. And you're just like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> For a lamp? Does it make you want to like just go through and try to raid people's homes? Not not really raid people's homes, oh. but it made me. Th- it makes me think about all the stuff that I do have, things that we have had before in the past. Hand me downs and things. Kind like of. That. Yeah. Th- there was a thing that Grandma had given me at one point in time, and I had for whatever reason. <laughs> this is gonna sound really weird. Mm-hmm. I kept it in my old car, my Ion. Yeah. And now it's still with my old car, which has now been destroyed. <laughs> because you didn't take it out. I didn't because I didn't think about it. I forgot. I did, I took most of everything out, but that was yeah. still in like this little console that was in there, and I just didn't get it out before everything was said and done. Yeah. But it was a, a spoon, uh-huh. a tiny spoon. And whenever I say tiny, it's probably about maybe three inches long. That's what she said. A very, very, very skinny spoon yeah. too. It's unfortunate. Um, it is unfortunate. But it was from uh, the St. Louis's uh, World's Fair. Oh the yeah, 1904 really. Okay. World's Fair. It actually had like the like the it was etched all on it. it had mm-hmm. like a big Ferris wheel on the actual like spoon part. That's cool. Uh, and the all up on a bunch of different things all etched on the front of it and everything. And then flip over to the back and it had like the World's Fair logo and stuff. And it was stamped with it. It was from 1904. And I would always just keep thinking as we watch these episodes. I was just like that fucking spoon. That spoon. I said obviously it wasn't with a set or anything like that but i'm like i wonder if that tiny ass little spoon is just worth like maybe 50 bucks yeah out of curiosity anything. but yeah it's the one that got away that's it the only the tv i watched away. um i didn't watch any tv or did i caught up on big bang theory yeah that's about it uh bazinga bazinga uh yeah nothing crazy on that side of things but uh there has been some tv news that i would like to discuss uh, one of those being i'm sure that you and the rest of the world has heard about it so we don't have to are we really... going to the news section now yeah we're jumping into the news it's tv news though i know but... oh we, do we not do that yet we do different segments but that's okay we Shit. do the two no 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 we're we talking about the walking dead yeah the walking dead yeah there's like nobody's gonna be left. <laughs> Andrew's gone for sure. Andrew's After going the season nine. And uh, uh, Daryl's no half season. Half season. I think he's no six episodes is what I heard. I thought it said season nine or think, was that he was doing it in its entirety. I and think then he's it was got done. six is what I'd heard last. And then Laurie Cohen and Cohen Conan Conan. So he's only got six episodes. Well, that, so. that that means that they would like kill him off or send him off. Yeah. Wherever and not even be the mid season finale. Correct. That's weird. And then Lori Cohen is going to be gone after. Of the Cohen brothers? <laughs> the Cohen brothers. She's the sister. <laughs> uh, she's going to be gone after, I think, halfway through the season also. I saw, uh, what's his face? Norman Reedus signed a contract for like $20 million. Dollars. Yeah. <laughs> like it's going to be Norman's show. It's going to be the Norman show now. Yeah. Which is just it's so weird mm-hmm. to me. That's just kind of like, I feel like it's not going to last much longer, though. 
Well, and... Like, I hope it does. And I'm not I, that sad. Well, you know what I mean, though. Yeah. Like, I, th- it's been going downhill as far as not necessarily plot point goes, because some of the plot stuff is really been good. Cool. And I, I've, I've liked the Negan conflict and stuff a little bit. Sure. But it's just, especially as far as ratings are concerned, you know, everybody knows it's just slowly been on this just yeah. big downhill slope. Even their big big episodes aren't even hitting not, their Not big the numbers that they should have, yeah. but no. I mean, not for the money that I'm sure they're spending on that show. Yeah. It's just going to get to a point to where I'm sure they might be able to do nine, maybe ten, and then they're probably going to have to call it quits. Yeah, I think they'll get to ten. I'm sure Fear will be able to stick around for a bit, but its views are... I think they said that the views for Fear its premieres and stuff from this last season whenever it started were on par with some of the better episodes of season eight. Oh, uh, okay. And then it's kind of gone down too. I'm sure so it's, it's, it's views are quick. kind of about the same as what walking dead has been. Yeah. Honestly, I can't imagine that, uh, what's his face. Mr. Sticky man is really like raising the ratings too much. Mr. Sticky man, uh, Morgan, Morgan. I mean, cause Morgan wasn't really, a driving character on The Walking Dead, which is why they could afford to lose him on that show. Yeah. And they're like, he'll save this show. And then they've got uh, old Bert from Raising Hope on there, uh, which I like him, but uh, I don't think he's probably driving much either. Yeah. And, and I see, I've, like I said before, like last yeah. week, I've only watched the first like three or four episodes of the entire series. Yeah. I never really got into it. So I can I don't know what Morgan's bringing to it. Who if he's yeah. teaching somebody the stick ways? I haven't watched. You know what I mean? I haven't watched. If the he's just like, you gotta either. grab this stick, boy. But uh, I'm gonna teach you how to how to be a pacifist. Jenna Elfman's supposed to be on it. Yeah. On this new season. I don't know who that of is. Dharma and Greg. Oh yeah. 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 I'll just we'll reference people in like their Danny's, old. Danny's Danny's sister. <laughs> uh, so that's the only TV that you got a chance to but watch. That's, that's Walking Dead. Walking Dead's a little. Uh, and I'm, I'm, you know, it's gonna happen. Sure. Whatever. And then we need to talk about the fucking elephant in the room. Yeah, sorry, everyone. But we killed Roseanne. <laughs> We're calling it. It's it's us. We did it. I mean. How weird is it that I didn't know anything about this reboot, and you were like, "Oh, let me tell you all about it." I love gr- Roseanne. How great it is, and how <laughs> it's not that political or anything like that at all. But I mean, you know, it's just then then he was just like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Evidently, Roseanne. Uh, I mean, we all knew that she had her own viewpoints on things, but similar to our president, does not a fucking not use Twitter. That's true, and then also is okay with being. You know, I get that it was. Probably in her eyes, potentially maybe meant as just a joke. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. I remember her back in the day whenever she actually did stand up. She had some like jokes that could be like dirtier jokes. Yeah. But it's not the 80s, 90s anymore. And there's some shit that you just can't say. I mean, like, <laughs> you can't get away with that. Yeah. With what was it, Planet of the Apes and the Taliban or something like that? Yeah. She was like mu- Muslims and Planet of the Apes equals her. Yeah. The, the, uh, Obama aide. Yeah. Which, yeah, stupid. Um, and it sucks for everybody else. I mean, I could give two shits about Roseanne, and yeah. she's not really the glue that holds that thing together. In my opinion, John Goodman's the glue that holds that thing together. Yeah. And it sucks that everybody else is out of that job now. Like, yeah. Which she has like publicly apologized to. She said, I'm sorry to everybody that's on the cast and crew. I don't yeah. think she's not going to apologize for what she said what and she how said, she feels, course. I don't think. 
but I know she did make a tweet because she was really sad. She didn't mean for everybody to be able to lose their jobs and stuff. Not just the jobs, I mean royalties. I don't know if you saw the other stuff yeah. there too. Yeah, they Hulu pulled dropped it from, immediately. Hulu dropped it immediately. Even old episodes too. And yeah. TV Land stopped playing reruns of the yeah. old episodes too. So there's no royalties of any kind coming out of that at all anymore yeah. because nothing's airing. Yeah. So those people aren't getting paid for yeah. shit any longer. Yeah, it's stupid that she had to go and do something like that but I mean it's ruining a good thing I mean like yeah. I said before I liked Roseanne I grew up watching it with my mom Absolutely. and dad and stuff whenever I was a kid and stuff and I can only imagine how many other millions of people yeah. have that same exact kind of experience and it just Absolutely. is so shitty that she did something like that they but. could just kill her off like they killed Dan off like yeah. she has the heart attack yeah and then everybody else comes back <laughs> that'd be weird they would still call it Roseanne. They yes. call it Dan. They just call it Dan. <laughs> the Connors. <laughs> the Connors. That'd be weird. That'd work it. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. the Goldbergs. Yeah, the Goldbergs. But, but I mean, not in the nineties. It's one of those things 80s, where you, the per you got to separate at least for. I mean, these big companies have to separate themselves from this person for a while. Just like nobody's running fucking Cosby Show right now. Like, right, yeah, and I don't, like, I don't think they will for a long time. Yeah, and it's just going to separate If it. ever. I mean, I don't really know if that would come... Yeah. Like, I feel like what he did was substantially mm-hmm. worse than her making a statement. Yeah, absolutely. But, so, I mean, I, but, I, mean I, I completely agree. But I mean, you it's have the to same thing with a lot of the, programs, too. The art from the artist in this situation. At least I do, because yeah. I... I mean, I watch Roseanne all the time. I've got them all downloaded and on my on my computer and i watch roseanne and i watch cosby shows still now and it's a for me it's a separation of art and artist is like those shows are good and whatever time they had were good and um i'm not gonna not listen to michael jackson because of what he was accused right of. exactly yeah and it's just it's just that thing and i don't have to support them and i i didn't pay for it um so it, <laughs> i'm not financially supporting them so I'm pretty sure that's cool, and in my opinion, it's definitely the separation you, of art and artist. But do you listen to Michael Jackson on Spotify? Because if you do, you kind of pay for it. No, I don't. Mm. I actually don't even listen to Michael Jackson. That was just an example. Your word is mine. <laughs> but uh, I mean, he's not getting paid no matter what. Yeah, he's dead. He dead. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the uh, TV news. Like I said, I'm sure everybody and their mother has heard about Roseanne not coming back. Um, so. Whatever. Uh, once again, another reason why people probably shouldn't be on Twitter if they don't know how to do it. And it's really not about your opinion. It's about whatever the approved opinion is. Because um, nobody really wants to hear Roseanne's bullshit about what she really thinks about racist comments. So. Right. <laughs> so, uh, have you uh, watched any uh, film de Noël? I did. And uh, I, I've... Uh, what have I watched besides Solo? Nothing. I watched Solo twice. Seen it twice? Saw it twice. Was it that good? It was, yeah, and also I fell asleep in the middle of it the first time. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. I went and saw it Thursday night uh, when it came out. Uh, went at the, the 10.30 showing, which, I mean, it's not that late, but I'm tired a lot. Sure. So... It wasn't that the movie was boring by any means. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, 
But I was just sleepy, and so I was like, I need to go see it again. I'd like to go see it again before the podcast so that I kind of have something to reference with. Right. And not be like, there was some cool stuff, and then there was some stuff I don't remember because I fell asleep. Right. So I uh, went and saw it again last night because uh, it's a $5 movie night at AMC Theater yep. on Tuesdays. On Tuesdays. So um, this, and, this podcast is brought to you by AMC.com. Yeah, go see it. AMC.com yeah. slash... Stuff. What's it stubs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you sign up for your own $15 yeah. card. Yeah. Don't try to look for us for a free code. No. <laughs> Get it on your own. Um, oh, I broke my pencil. Good um, job. So, yeah. And when I watched it the second time last night, founds out I felt, found, it turns out, it founds out. It founds out you turned out to sleep. I fell asleep for about 20 minutes in that movie. <laughs> Again? <laughs> no. The last time, because oh. I was like... I, I thought you meant again, like at a no. different point, and be like, "Well, I already know how the beginning goes, so I might have better take a nap real quick, and then I'll wake up at the part I don't remember." <laughs> no, but I was like, I kind of, I almost clocked it a little bit. I was like, "Okay, starting here, I don't remember anything," and then it was quite a bit longer than I thought it was, and I was like, "Shit, I missed a lot of this movie." <laughs> wow, but uh, it was good. It was good. We'll talk a little bit more about it later. Um, I don't. I didn't see any other movies, but I do have movie news. Did you see any movies? Did I see any movies? Yeah. Uh, no, not recently. No, and not in recent memory. I'm planning on going and seeing a solo, hopefully um, within the next week or so. You will. It just depends on You'll get uh, work schedule stuff. I believe in you. I what, believe in you. What about? Uh, have you heard about the Boba Fett news? No. So they have greenlit the Boba Fett movie. Mm-hmm. And have you heard this? Did you know this? Rise, Rise of the Mandalorians. They, I, I don't know the good name to. Uh, but they have uh, Boba, put Boba Fett. James Manigold, Marigold, Manifold. What? Fuck. What? It? Who did Logan? Oh, that guy's the guy that's in charge of it? Yeah. Nice. James I think it's Marigold. Marigold. I think it's Marigold. Marigold. I think you're wrong. Mangold. What? Mangold. Yeah. James Mangold? Yeah, look at it. That's weird. You have a stupid name, James Mangold. <laughs> but thanks for making Logan. <laughs> yeah, that was a great movie. So yeah, he is helming the writing and directing of Boba Helming Fett. the writing the and directing yeah. the. Helm's deep. <laughs> he's Helm's deep in that motherfucker. Damn. He's going to battle. pretty deep. Uh, so yeah, he's got Boba Fett, which uh, is exciting. I, for one, have been super happy with uh, the new Star Wars movies just in general. I know it's not the uh, the, it isn't a popular the opinion. popular opinion, or at least the uh, and you got to be I, careful. I'm honestly going to say that it's probably pretty split. I would yeah. say it's fifty fifty. I think there's just a lot of loud people I can, on the I, internet. I consider myself a pretty big Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. and I've enjoyed all of the ones that I've seen. Yeah, I've not had a bad time or a bad experience. They're not the originals but i mean nothing ever will be the originals sure. that's, that's that's the point though yeah the prequels weren't the originals you right. know, like they're never gonna be the exact same thing and, you're and not i think that's, that's what everybody clamors for and wants and stuff and i mean that's that's not that's not art either i mean yeah. that's that's you're not going to make something better and bigger without making or making everything exactly the same yeah i mean that's that's not trying to push the boundaries musicians yeah. don't do that shit on yeah regular basis and write the exact same music exact mm-hmm. same albums exact same riffs they try to reinvent themselves if they can yeah well and it's and the, you know some of the uh 
it, it, everybody is so against their own opinion if you look at it. I mean, we have the ability to do so many cool things with effects, and if we just stuck with only practical effects like they did in the original trilogy, sure, we wouldn't get anything nearly as cool, and they'd be like, ah, oh, it looks too fake. Well, no shit, it looked fake in 1970 also. Right. And so it's it's just a matter of like what they can get by with and yeah and i do like the fact that there are they they have been doing i mean there, there's a, a lot a very hefty amount of cgi and visual effects that are done as well but there's a lot of just regular puppet stuff puppet yeah. work yeah everything like yoda was mm-hmm. back to being like the yoda old school. was in a movie it's <laughs> the old school puppet style yoda yeah and instead of being cgi you know clone wars yoda so I mean they're yeah. trying to do the best they can to yeah. give people that experience of blending old and new and I think it's fucking great yeah. I love it love it keep going with it I'm hoping I'm really digging that they've got a, uh, a an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie coming down the pike hopefully and really hoping that they get a Ewan McGregor signed on to that uh, yeah. cause whatever you know for what it's worth uh the whole um, the is, prequel trilogy isn't like necessarily the best of the movies, but I dig uh, Revenge of the Sith. I think what, it's a good movie. What stories would they tell if they did an Obi Wan movie? Because obviously, it would probably just be taking place in between Revenge yeah, and episode, you know, episode four. But what 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 stories what would stories they tell? Really to tell? You know what I mean? Like I, I'm I'm not for positive exactly what went on with him. I mean, I know obviously he was on Tatooine, but he might not be on that planet the entire time. Mm-hmm. He might have had to go do something, but I don't know what missions there were that he would be involved in. They've touched on uh, in the comics, and I'm gonna mess it up a little bit because all of the since Marvel took over the Star Wars comics, all of that is canon now. Yeah. And so there's a they've touched on uh, Luke finding which they could do this super cool if they got fucking what's his name ah the um, the guy who plays Winter Soldier oh yeah uh, I know who you're talking you know, about get a little Mark Hamill like, look yeah. like a little bit like he's just enough if they got him to look be reviewing, Sebastian Sebastian yeah. Stan I couldn't think yeah, of his name Sebastian Stan I knew it was an SS yeah. or a, a double letter um, if they got him to go through and do just a I found Obi-Wan's journal, mm. his diary or whatever, and reading it and then it tells stories of like and they're just little snippets yeah. of it and almost do a uh, like a, a what are those called? An anthology kind of thing but all just Obi-Wan stories and it's yeah. not necessarily connected. That'd be awesome. That'd, That'd be, be like cool. that old PC game, the Yoda stories game. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? But it was like, like different the, planets and him whenever he was like missions. on Dagobah first found that yeah. place and then went to a different planet and did the little missions and stuff yeah. like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, but uh, but totally getting you and McGregor to to do that, it would just kind of connect those because those movies, the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy, are just so far separated, and they're doing little things here and there to get them connected. There's some cool stuff that we'll talk about about Han, about uh, how about Han, about Solo, about the movie Han Solo, that kind of connected a little bit, and they're just they're working on little pieces that just kind of bridge the whole universe together a little bit more, make it a little tighter. And, you know, we love it tighter. And mm-hmm. uh, so, so... Who doesn't love it tighter? Exactly. So if they can get the actor from the prequel trilogy to play Obi-Wan in that movie, that would yeah. be pretty cool. And I think Ewan McGregor's probably on board. I would assume that he'd be game for it. Absolutely. I mean, he's he's just being Christopher Robin right now, so... He is being Christopher Robin. Pooh! Um, 
Also, have you heard about the uh, the startings of the Jay and Silent Bob reboot? Movie? I did. I did. I listened to that recent episode of uh, Fat Man on Batman. Fat Man on the yep. Batman. Uh, was whenever he was talking about the reboot and everything. Looks like as much of the plot that he could describe, yeah. you know. Yeah. Just like rebooting that exact same movie that yeah. he made. Yeah. Like almost what close to twenty years ago. I guess I, I think, think so. We yeah, have fifteen so. or so at least. Yeah. But, By the time it comes out, it'll yeah. be. He said, but everything's like, everything in the reboots rebooted to way it could be like set for today's standards. So, yeah. like whenever they're in like the van scene and yeah. it's like the three blonde girls or whatever, and now it's going to be like three girls, but they're like, one's Asian, one's black, one's yeah. like Thai or something like that. <laughs> like you know, just like, uh, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, specific, like everybody, like diversity and stuff, yeah. everything and just making fun of like everything that we have to have today kind yeah. of thing. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Looks like they're going to start filming this summer, I do believe. Yeah, that's what and, they said. Uh, it should be coming out next year. And so next year release, which would be awesome. And uh, the only other movie thing I wanted to uh, talk about, maybe a movie that we're looking forward to that we could potentially have the opportunity to watch mm-hmm. this next week. Um, doesn't have to be a new release. Doesn't have to be a, a newer movie. It could be something 40 years ago that you just want to catch up on and actually check it out that you didn't get a chance to um and yeah just wanted to see if there's anything out there that you were interested in uh i actually have been thinking about because i still haven't watched uh thor ragnarok really nope never watched it i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go theme with you then and uh and keep with the same of it i haven't seen black panther yet yeah and i haven't seen it either okay but I'm 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 looking forward to it. Everything that I've heard from Thor Ragnarok and I've seen I've seen some of the scenes. Yeah. Uh, and it looks funny and yeah. awesome. Everybody that I've listened to on other podcasts and stuff that have uh, that we're talking about like Avengers and everything said so that it was like easily their favorite of all the Marvel stuff just because it has yeah. that perfect blend of like mm-hmm. comedy mixed with like all the action and yeah. adventure and stuff. So I like it better than Guardians. I think like in Guardians yeah. is pretty heavy on the comedy side. Yeah. But I, 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 uh, I dig a funny Chris Hemsworth. Like yeah. when he's funny, it's good. Yeah. Uh, when he's serious, it's not as good. Um, I get it. But yeah, you get what I mean. Like, <laughs> I get what you mean. <laughs> when he's funny, it's funny, and when he's not, it's not. It also helps that you're you're Liam Hemsworth. I am. If we go yeah. based off of IFNZ I am, canon, I am the rebooted, uh-huh. and I'm Hugo Weaving. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Cool. So. Hopefully we'll have checked those movies out and can let you know how they go. Uh, we might as well just go ahead. I mean, since we're going to try and touch on some news and stuff like yeah. that, let's set in with it too. We'll go Absolutely. ahead and hit a couple other topics that I had written down. Um, so the Sonic the Hedgehog movie is set to release in 2019. So- and they are eyeing Paul Rudd to play his human friend or companion to Sonic on a mission to thwart Dr. Robotnik's plans. So is this a... This will be... Is this the Smurfs? Like, are they doing, like... It's, it's a hybrid. So it'll be, like, live-action Paul Rudd with CGI Sonic next to him. Gross. I'm sure Knuckles will be CGI. I don't know that Robotnik will be, because, I mean, he is technically he is a human. A human yeah. But, I mean, I would I could see them doing... Just going ahead and doing it's, it CGI. But what did they do? Like, I'm, I'm more excited just to see, like... Every single game that you play mm-hmm. as that, like, Robotnik's whole thing is just, like, I want to, like, tear down part of the world yeah. and then just build Robotnik Land, yeah. the most evil, sinister theme park <laughs> ever. 
And that's going to be like his thing of like world domination. It's like, is that what we're centering a movie around now too? Or like, or is he going to do some like even more worse shit? Yeah, you know, or whatever. But, it's just a dude who wants a yeah. theme park. He is he's Michael Jackson. He yeah. just wants a Neverland. I think they said that Paul Rudd's character is supposed to be like a cop or a detective or something too. Oh, so boy. it's going to be like that kind of a dynamic back and forth, and be like, I'm a de- I'm I'm a detective, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd detective. He's like, whoa, I'm Sonic. Chili dogs. <laughs> My only hope is that <laughs> out of this, that can make it, make me actually really, really want to see it. Yeah. Is if for Sonic they get, uh, what's his face? Julia Pete White. Herman. Julia White uh, voice him oh, again. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, he did him for a long yeah, time in the fucking series, yeah. Urkel was Sonic yeah. for a long time. So if they were able to pull that off and get him to do it, because I don't know if he's got anything going on right now, but... Doubt it. Just saying, that would be pretty unless fucking cool. A, unless they're doing a uh, Family Matter-ers. Family like, matter Like a Fuller house. Yeah. Yeah. I a like family. how you just added on another ER. That's what they did with Fuller house. Yeah, but Fuller. Family-er matters. And then Fuller's not even a real word either. It'd be more full house. Fuller was their <laughs> is their last name, though. They pulled that one off that way. Yeah. That, DJ so got what were they doing with DJ Family Matter-ers? How does that tie in? Or they their family or matters, which is familiar matters. Familiar matters. <laughs> that would be good if they did family matterers and they just do it with like a hyphen and then another er at the end of it. That does family matterers like dumb and dumber. Dumber er. Yeah. <laughs> they just do it that way. Yeah, that movie holds up. I actually like it better now than I did when it came out. The was it the one with the younger? Yeah. 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 It looks. It's yeah. not bad. I watched it the other day and I was like. I like this movie. Yeah. It was super funny. I And I think I said it when it came out, and I still stand by it. If they wouldn't have made it a Dumb and Dumber movie, they would have just called it whatever, uh-huh. it would have been better. It would have been perceived better. Yeah. probably would have performed better. I could see that, too. Because it was just a funny movie. It was written well. Mm-hmm. It was stupid and, and good. Um, and the other one is, uh, we just wanted to quickly mention that Jamie Foxx has officially been cast as the new Spawn. In a reboot movie, I like this. I think that uh, I was I was kind of picturing who is uh, who did Spawn originally? Was it Jaleel White? No, I don't think so. That's Urkel. That's Urkel. We yeah. just talked about we him. We just talked about no. It was, it's not I think Jaleel, it was White. Jaleel maybe though. I don't know. Uh, not super important. But uh, Jamie Foxx looked super cool as the uh, Thunder fella in uh, the Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Or uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. It's an amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Is that I knew two? Two, yeah. That was two. Yeah. I don't remember what his name was. Static Shock. Static Shock. <laughs> but uh, he looked cool, and if you kind of picture him as... Michael J. White. Yeah. Michael Jai. Jai White. And then John Luke was almost the clown. Yeah. But uh, not really the crown. The clown. Yeah. What's, what's his name? Last name was White. Middle name had a J in it. What's the what's the clown's really real close. name in the comics? I can't remember. Krusty. You don't take a note? No, he's got like a, a like because he's a demon. He's got what is it like yeah. the Purgenator or something? You know something like that. Yeah, I can't think of what his real remember. name is. That was the weirdest thing though, because they did like kids' toys for that movie when so, it came out. Who who owns who owns the rights to Spawn? Spawn Todd McFarlane. But I mean, like movie rights. Yeah, who's the movie studio? I don't know. Is that Fox? I don't know. I don't know who owns the rights to it because I was curious. I was like, 
I don't know what if we get like a spawn tie into like fucking Deadpool if it's Fox or something like that. Oh, that'd like just they be could kind of weird. Over just I mean, just just to do it for funsies. But I I didn't know who actually like what movie studio yeah, is doing it. I don't actually know, but uh, but yeah, I think Jamie Fox could be could be cool. He's uh, I'm sure they'll do some sort of voice modulation on him because I imagine Spawn with a little bit deeper voice and Jamie Fox has kind of got a he's in a higher pitch range, but. He's always good in everything he does. He gets pretty immersed in the character of uh, whatever he's doing. and uh, Oh, they already have an image of it out, too. They do. Of him as the... Or not him as it, but... That just looks CGI. like a drawing. I guess that's just the concept for it. Maybe. I was trying to see if I could find... If it said what company was doing it, but I, I don't yeah. even see it on here. I don't know how that works. It's mystery, it's mystery. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Jamie Foxx, he's good. I don't got any problems with Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. I'm just, uh, I'm wondering, they keep, instead of looking for new talent or younger talent mm-hmm. for all these comic book movies, they keep putting old people in there. And I mean old, like, for Hollywood standards. Like, everybody's, like, 40 and up mm-hmm. in, like, all your Avengers movies. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're gonna they're gonna introduce Adam Warlock, who's supposed to look like he's in his twenties, and they're gonna cast like Johnny Depp as a yeah. character. Like, they keep doing that, and it's like I I'm fine with it because I'm familiar with these people, and I like them. But yeah, give me something new. I don't know that that's just the majority of the reason, though. Too, I mean, everybody's just familiar with these people. They want to still do that. They don't want to. They already have character recognition. They don't want to break stride with like with that. Everybody's parents even know half of these comic book characters. Not. I know, and that's what I'm glad that they did with the Spider Man too. They didn't yeah. try to pick another person that somebody already knew Correct, or an yeah. older person or whatever. They went for a kid that looks like he's legitimately in high school. And to me, in my honest opinion, Tom Holland is the best Spider Man we've awesome. had so far. My favorite. Yeah, he's for sure. easily my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and every every he's he's played it three times already. Three movies. And you go Civil, Civil War, yeah, Infinity then, War, yeah. and then Spider-Man Homecoming. Yep. He's done it. I mean, he's done it more than Andrew Garfield, Garfield already. Yeah, Andrew Garfield? Garfield. And uh, he's he's matched up with Tobey Maguire and has done it quicker and way better. Yeah. And so, very cool. Very cool stuff. Uh, um, other, you got anything else movie-wise? No, no. You can talk about some music. Talk about some musics. Yeah. I got a couple of I don't have any like full albums that dropped, but I got some definitely some tunes that I wanted sure. to to talk about a little bit. Uh, one of them is Allison Chains dropped their new single, "The One You Know." Mm-hmm. Um, that like came out two weeks ago, yeah, three weeks ago, two or three like weeks ago. Yeah, uh, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week. But it was uh, it's cool. I yeah, like that. It's legit. It's uh, it's a little little heavy. Um, I dig the little uh, kind of very reminiscent of some like heavy metal leads in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on there and just kind of like sludgy and I dig that and uh, definitely a sound we haven't heard necessarily out of the new Allison Chains as much no um, I mean it, it sounds a little bit more reminiscent in sections of it to me than for a lot of the older shit like kind stuff of from like, like yeah and uh, maybe even what's that song called is it called Sludge? Sludge Factory? Sludge Factory yeah uh, just like a little like gross and kind of good there uh but yeah, digging that. I saw somewhere that uh, William Duvall has been in the band for 13 or 15 years now, maybe 15 years now. Already? Yeah. That doesn't because seem like What I didn't realize possible. is uh, Black Gives Way to Blue came out in 08. Sure. And he was part of the band two years before that, so 06. It'd be 11, 12 years. 12 years. 12 years. Already. So 12 years, and I think Lane's got 15 
years in the band. So he's already almost been there so, as long as yeah. last. <laughs> when you put wow. it into that perspective, it's yeah, like, holy that's shit. nuts. And, uh, and so, yeah, that was it's pretty cool. I dig William Duvall's, what he brings to the table, not trying to mimic exactly what Lane Staley does. Um, no, but, and we haven't talked about it on this part podcast, but just the Giraffe Tongue Orchestra, mm-hmm. that whole side that project with him doing something that's not like Alice in Chains and yeah. just doing kind of his own vocals. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, well, and it shows you like how much that what you hear from Alice in Chains, that kind of haunting sound, isn't really just Lane. It's I mean, Jerry Contrell is no, it's more, isn't the driver yeah. of that, and you just he. It's just the way that you harmonize with Jerry Cantrell that makes it that way. Exactly. Like, he's the driver of that sound. And it's very apparent, like, once you lose Lane and you just pair him up with somebody else, it's like, holy shit, that's what you thought was, man, Lane Staley is the best. Is like, he was good, but Jerry Cantrell's holding down the fort and he's, yeah. like, writing it all and making it sound the oh, way he's it He's consistently bringing it, making it sound a lot more like Allison Chains always has, but making like new flavor to it too, yeah. you know, adding that to it, unlike Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big uh I well I, I lost a little bit what was the last one that was really even good? Core. Core had some good stuff. Number four had a couple of good songs on it. Mm-hmm. Shangri La did not. No. Um and then their self title did not. No, and uh, I actually I think I like the uh, stuff that Chester Bennington did with them more than I liked the last two efforts. Yeah, with I don't Scott like the, I don't like this new guy. <laughs> and Jeff Gutt, yeah, he's not uh, not really. Tr- it almost sounds like they're trying to do a little bit of like older Stone Temple Pilots, but it transfers and it sounds like Jet. <laughs> like whenever he starts singing in yeah. some of the segments, especially during like choruses and stuff, it almost sounds just like you're listening to Jet, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, and just and it's not catchy. No, not as much as I. I it doesn't grab me the way anyway. I want it to. It's not punching the way I want it to. Punching. But uh, the other music thing I wanted to kind of talk about is uh, Panic at the Disco has now released three singles off of his new. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna call it his new album because it's pretty much just Brendan yeah. Berry and the gang. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's the only original member left only now. Only original member. Yep. 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 Uh, High Hopes is the name of the new one. Mm-hmm. There's. Uh, I've listened to a couple there's of them. Fuck a silver lining. Mm-hmm. It's silver lining with a parentheses fucka in front of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and as the song goes, fucka silver lining, fucka silver lining. Uh, and then say amen, and then parentheses Saturday night. So I, I dig the music. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. But it sounds nothing like Panic at the Disco anymore. Well, and I... As far as I... I can argue yeah. anyway what i've really enjoyed about panic at the disco over the years has been every album has a different incarnation of the band you'd think about i write sense not tragedies and how that one was very emo very in that moment i think the third album was tried and, to go back to those as much as it possibly yeah. could well and then they did the uh what was the next one was very like almost whatever the one that said something odd sergeant pepper called? like pretty odd yeah, pretty odd, that's it. It's very Sgt. Peppery, kind of Beatles-esque, like yeah. experimental, which is one of my favorite albums. And actually, it ended up coming out around the same time that Straight Lines came out, which yeah. was the Silverchair album that was kind of in that same vein, but not really at all. And I really liked both of them for their I gotta, weirdness. I gotta tell you a thing about Straight Lines <laughs> later. <laughs> and then, uh, 
And then, yeah, they, when they, was it Vices and Virtues after that, which was more yeah. of a rock album. Yeah. Not as emo-y as the first. And then uh, they went into um, the Miss Jackson album. Uh-huh. Uh, Too Weird to Live, Too Young to Die, or whatever. Something yeah. like that. Uh, which is good. I liked it for what it had. Death of a Bachelor, really good for what it was. A totally different... Does Death of the Bachelor have gospel on it? Is that that? No, that's, that that's the, too weird. That's the other one. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember uh, which one had that one. And they just kind of, those two kind of stacked on top of each other and you saw a direction, but it was like, yeah. okay, maybe they're still doing something just off. But this new one that's going on, it seems like Brendan Urie has figured out that people love it when he sings high. Yeah, he does. And people do. They go nuts when he does it live and he hadn't really done it on the album that much. But when you watch a live video of the last three or four years, it's been like, all the time. And so this album is all that. Nice. And uh, from what I can tell, these these first three songs. And uh, it just sounds rushed and overproduced a bit. And I'm not super happy because I've been on the panic train for a long time. And uh, You about to get off? This album will probably let me take a break from it for a little bit yeah and, uh, i don't blame you i think they they he knows that this direction what i like to call the fallout boy direction but i like what fallout boy is doing sure i'm not saying <laughs> sure you do I'm, oh i'm not saying it's bad i'm not saying it's bad by any means yeah it's obviously good and good enough that it's popular with it's a lot of people it is very commercial, and yeah. it's not necessarily for me. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying, and it's sure. it's good, and I can't appreciate it because it is well written music. It is a lot of it is pretty overproduced yeah. in a lot of sense, but it's not necessarily bad music. But that's what is popular. Yeah, that is popular. That is pop rock yeah. now. That is mm-hmm. the essentially yeah. pop rock. Absolutely, that is what it's turned into. And that's what these bands that start off as like super emo-y mm-hmm. have just all started blending into. They're just yeah. like, one of them did it, and the other one was just like, okay, well, I see how this is going. We need to try and do something a little similar to yeah. that now. And then it just started one after another after another, and a lot of these other bands are starting to sound like it too. Like, I can't remember what band it was. We had it on, We were me and Jay were coming back home from work, and it was another band, not, not, not saliva, but like a band like that, like like a, I gotcha. a what I would like to call a former butt rock band is now trying gotcha. to be butt rock, but they 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 see the popularity that's coming from Panic and those bands, gotcha. so they're starting to try and make that gotcha. their music transition to yeah. that genre, but having heavier tones to their guitars to gotcha. still keep it rock. Mm-hmm. But they're they're having like way more synth than what they used to do. Yeah, it's sure. way more heavily produced, mm-hmm. and it's just like they're trying to dial it to that pop rock so they can get more people into their their yeah. their kind of scene sure. too. So it's just kind of like a everything is just starting to bleed together now. It a is little a little bit, bit. and I, and uh, and Panic and Fall Out Boy have always been head to head just because they're friends and they've kind of yeah. trade secrets and whatnot. I think what separates, and not in the defense of Fall Out Boy uh, at all, but I do like them, and I've seen them twice live, and I like them. Uh, but uh, I think what they bring to the table is they have four core musician members. Yeah. Whereas I'm not sure what Brendan Urie's backup band is really doing for him these days. Um, the last album had a lot of instruments still involved. This... So far, these first three songs are not. They sound right. like a record producer did it. They, you've got you got a 
when they used to go and bring like Timbaland in and like him like lay some mad beats. That's what it kind of reminds me. Always of. makes me wonder too. It's just like now it's gotten to the point where you know Brendan Urie's always been the front man and stuff like that. But back before, like people, whenever they first came out in like two thousand one or two thousand two, yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. people knew everybody else's names too. Yeah. And knew who they were, and like yeah. now it's just like oh, it's Brandon Yuri. Like I can tell you, know, you every member of Fall Out Boy yeah. right now. And then now it's to the point where <clears throat> you know it's just him and the boys. Nobody knows who the boys are. There's just uh, they could call it Brandon Yuri and the Disco. Yeah, well, and he he had, and the Disco would just be the boys. At one point, he was working on a solo album, and then like everybody else was kind of dropping out, and it was like, well, what's the point of drop of making a solo album? When the name Panic of the Disco was already there, yeah, and nobody else is standing except for the drummer at that point in time was still involved, yeah. But uh, but yeah, and his name, I used to know, mm-hmm. but I don't anymore. Um, what you got any music news? I do. I've got a couple things. Tell me your music, John Mayer. What about him? So he released a new single. I've heard it. Did you? Uh huh. Do you like it? I can't remember it. Uh, it was called very New Light. Yeah. So here's the thing. About I like it when you say that because I like to say. Here's that. the thing about John Mayer. I always kind of liked him. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care for him that much. I, I like, wouldn't go out of my way to listen to John Mayer. The and first two albums were really good for me, and, and then see, after that, it was not really much. And Continuum was you know, where I dropped. That's off, what I meant. I like Continuum was a okay album, mm-hmm. but it's still at the same time, I was just like more of like. I'll listen to the singles, and that's yeah. about the extent of it, because like I really just don't yeah. care. There's a name for that, but I'm not really, I can't sure. remember. But then I listened to this song, and I was just like, oh, this song's good. The thing that sold the song for me, and I'll show it to you later if you okay. haven't seen it, is the music video. I have not seen the music video. So the music video, video he did, um, wanted to get the music video out, so that way there was a music video related with the song that he was about to drop. Yeah. So he went to a place that does, like birthdays and bar mitzvahs uh-huh. in LA yeah. that has just like a cheesy green screen effects and shit like that and just brought a few people and that's where he made the music video oh my gosh, and it funny. looks like it was produced by Tim and Eric awesome. like it, it's perfect he's and got I, a good sense of humor I like yeah, him as no, a person yeah, more than I like him as a musician at this point yeah yeah he's super funny too Yeah, I don't remember what if he was on Chappelle show yeah. for that episode whenever they was playing all the different genres mm-hmm. of music and stuff in the, in the barbershop yeah um, but no, he's he's an awesome person. But I I actually enjoyed this song a lot. It has almost like an '80s like Fleetwood Mac esque tone to it, and uh, like that kind of uh, soft rock genre. And I was just like, if this whole rest of the album sounds like this, I might, might be, be on board. Might be back. And I went back and I listened to the the one that he released last year too. And that whole album, front to back, is like just a good like almost folk rock album, and oh, it's yeah? pretty good. So I might be in on John Mayer (laughs) after all this time. (laughs) I'll be back. Uh, And the other one was uh, Weezer. Did you hear all the Weezer newses? Newses? All I know is uh, (laughs) that I've listened to Rosanna. And are they doing a cover album and they're getting like requests from fans? Or what's the point? What are they doing there? Well, the thing of Rosanna was everybody at one point in time at a live show and online Uh was asking them to cover... Africa by Toto. Okay. But Toto also does Rosanna. So oh, okay. instead of that. admitting, like, going with what the fans wanted and stuff like that, yeah. for, like, the past almost year that this has been going on, there's a person that has uh, been on Twitter and has, like, a 
complete account that is just dedicated to him bugging the piss out of Weezer, <laughs> like Pat and 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 yeah. Rivers and all of them. Yeah, on their personal Twitters, on the Weezer band Twitter. Yeah, like begging them to cover Toto. Okay. Or Toto, just Toto, Toto in yeah, well, Africa by Toto okay. in general. So, like, I guess at a live show they covered Rosanna and then they put out Rosanna yeah. like a week later. That's good, yeah, and it's pretty good. And then this last week they kept doing all the stuff to the point to where they finally released Toto's Africa <laughs> on on like Spotify. Is and it stuff. recorded? Never yeah, like it's, it's fully studio produced. Recorded? Studio recorded, fully produced. The uh, the single cover, like the the album art for uh-huh. it, the single, is like this African like like jungleist background, and in the middle of it is that guy's tweet. That's awesome. <laughs> it says like, "I wish you guys would sure would cover Africa," like from like December of last That's year. Funny. And I was just like, "That's fucking perfect." <laughs> it was like actually gave him like full recognition for it too but uh i'm a fan of their covers and i would be okay yeah. if they did like a full cover album because they've not yeah. they did covers on some of the other ones before too yeah. but they're not full like a little full, b-sides and stuff like yeah, that like not nothing. like a full cover album though yeah. but i think i would be on board if they decided to do and that and if they did it as a twitter request line like yeah. way to do it like that would be a uh-huh. total weezer thing to do yeah. would be just to be like all right uh what we'll do we want to play getting like more ridiculous song requests and stuff just start tweeting yeah. into like hey, guys play raining blood yeah yeah that'd be <laughs> awesome and they would do stuff like that and just like mellow out raining blood just like raining blood, uh, raining blood. <laughs> that'd be awesome oh shit what other you got you got music anymore you no no i just wanted to kind of touch out on those couple of things i haven't really been listening to anything else other new than just those that was basically that cool um do you want to move on to video games yeah some video games other games whatever games games gaming in general the gaming we'll go central. ahead and talk about some of the the gaming news and stuff like that that's correlated All with right. it too lay it to me on uh, me. Lay what it. about games? Lay you it. you first. Have you, you played first. any games this week at all? Um, I've played two games on the PlayStation 4. Oh. And then <laughs> I've played two games on my phone. Sure. Okay. What what games have you played? PlayStation. Um, this past weekend I decided I was going to swap out uh, my PlayStation that I had for another PlayStation. Yeah. Essentially just went from... The old original PlayStation 4 to the new original PlayStation 4. Sure. Just went slim with a terabyte hard drive in it. Uh, Didn't go pro uh, because I didn't really need the pro bells and whistles for the extra hundred bucks. Um, But I did learn that um, I'm never going to buy, and this may work for other people, I'm not going to buy a used console ever again. No. Uh, not for the difference that you get. Like it's like a twenty, thirty dollar difference between new and used. Yeah, it depends on when it's at and its life cycle and stuff. Now with the the slims didn't come out but like maybe a year and a half or so ago. Yeah. So they're still relatively new as far as like a design choice goes. So I could yeah. see the difference being uh, you know, a lot smaller, only yeah. twenty, thirty dollars difference. But I've always opted I mean, I always wanted the newest thing whenever it yeah. comes out and stuff just because I am such an avid gamer sure, anyways. Absolutely. So I mean, like, as soon as the Xbox One X came out, I took my Xbox One S, traded that shit in, and got the new one yeah. right then and there. But, yeah, it's definitely worth it. I mean, you know for a fact that it has that warranty and everything, yeah. too. You can just talk to the manufacturer to, directly instead of having yeah. to talk to somebody from, like, a retail store. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and B, it's brand new. You're the first person that's laid hands on the thing. Well, and I can tell you that my USB port was fucked up on my old one. Yeah. Like. Because immediately as I pushed through that external hard drive, I pushed it in there, it was so much tighter. And yeah. like 
actually like, fit. We were talking about it because I guarantee that was like a, a trade-in from somebody that had a kid yeah. that was just had like a controller or something plugged in for it and just yeah instead of pulling it out where you're supposed to grabbing it like by the base of the usb in the console just rip the fucking thing out and that happens all the time but the the regular like 2.0 or whatever usb worked fine like there wasn't any issues with that it was just when you got to that 3.0 connector yeah and from what i understand the receiving end of of those the female end of that has two different prong sets so there's like a four prong for your 2.0 and there's like a eight prong behind it or something like that for your 3.0 so it must be that the 3.0 prong set was damaged somehow i got you um but yeah plug that shit in got it all transferred over got my save games over got my games redownloaded and uh it's just nice not to one not to have to worry about plugging in an external hard drive at all but two if i did i know it works um I got taken to task on the whole thing. It was a big, a big to do, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but I would just recommend buying brand new when it comes to consoles. I don't mind buying used games and stuff. And even I don't even know if I would buy a used controller anymore because I tried to return the controller with it, and uh, they said that it was damaged and it was the exact yeah. same condition as it was when I bought it. So it's there, not just at GameStop, but, but in any of the retail stores that are still out there, a lot of them have started getting uh, different devices that they can actually plug consoles and controllers into. Yeah. They'll be able to see exactly like what works and functions correctly mm-hmm. on the controller. So if the controller had some weird like joystick, uh, you know, where it's like off angle or something like yeah. that, slightly even, they can be like, oh, this is damaged yeah. if they want to, because yeah. they can tell. I mean, it's right there. It's like a full on controller matrix they could see on the yeah. computer screen. Yeah. So, it just which sucks. I guess they didn't have it a year ago, probably when no. I bought it. And uh, so, yeah, I was a little bit of a, they took me to task on it a little bit, but lesson learned. Just don't buy a used fucking console, buy a new one. And, yeah. uh, just roll with it for the extra, even if it's 50 bucks, just do it. Um, but once I got everything rolling, I uh, played me a little bit of Kingdom Hearts uh, 2, just trying to move through that game and everything before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I played a little bit of Destiny 2 because it came free with my new purchase of the new PlayStation 4. Nice. And uh, I got... I didn't even get through to, I uh, didn't, I guess I probably finished a mission. I don't know what I did. Sure. Um, but it was fun. I, I didn't mind it. It was, it was cool. Just like walking around and shooting shit and, and, uh, whatnot. It seems like a game that I can manage with my limited skills. Um, I hope I'm not missing too much of the story. Hopping into, uh, to Kingdom Hearts 2, to Destiny 2 without a Destiny 1. Uh, no, not so much. I mean, there, there's kind of a basis there that they really don't, explain some of the things to you i mean i think at the very beginning if i'm not mistaken of destiny 2 they have a tenant they they show you like a little bit of like they explain what the traveler is um like that giant orb that protects the guardians they it provides the guardians with uh their light their ability destroyed yes that the like hand thing goes on yes yeah that that's the yeah the, the cabal are like taking over yeah um but yeah, they, they they explain a little bit of the lore in the very beginning of it, in like an opening kind of cutscene, cinematic kinds of warriors, and stuff. Or the three people that have to protect or whatever. You know what I'm talking, the chosen, what do they call them? Like the Vanguard Masters. Maybe you're talking about. There's three of them. There's like one. Yeah, of there's each. the Zavala is the Titan one. Yeah. The black guy, but it's like an alien looking yeah. character. Uh, the black chick. 
Uh, I can't think of her name right now. I don't know why. Ikora is her name. Mm-hmm. She's the warlock person. Yeah, there's a warlock. Yeah, I remember war- that. She's the there's warlock. The fighter. The titan. Yeah, was the, the titan is Zavala, and the then warlock. Cade is Nolan. Uh, what's his name? I don't. I'm gapping on Christopher it right now. Nolan. No, fucking dude from Firefly. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Why am I blanking on this? I almost said Nolan North, but I don't think it's Nolan North. I don't know. It's not Nolan North. What's his name? I don't know. Nathan Fillion. Oh. <laughs> Nathan Fillion. He does the voice for Cade. Oh, okay. Cade Six, the hunter, the cool. robot guy with the horn. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that guy. So I yeah I started playing that and uh, and just a little bit just to get a little taste. Sure. And see how that went, but uh, that was my PlayStation Four uh, endeavors. Um, on the uh, on the other side of the world where things are simple on a phone. Um, I realized that I have a slight addiction to playing Yahtzee with buddies. Um, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Watch out for that game. You'll keep playing forever and ever. Oh. Uh, I like Yahtzee. You like Yahtzee? I do. Yeah. Um, but I can't stop playing. Uh, so I might have to delete that from my phone just to like go dry turkey on that. What? Cold turkey. <laughs> Not dry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but no why, cranberry why sauce. do you have to stop it I don't know I don't like to get to that point where I'd like to spend my night reading instead of playing Yahtzee with buddies sure and uh, I'm really trying to finish the first Harry Potter book again yeah for like the ninth time cause I'm really gonna finish the whole series this time uh, so yeah just trying I don't know we'll see how it goes I'm not sure but then uh, Pokemon Go we got the new uh, the new Alola region executor, which is like a giraffe. Yeah, he's uh, is that I thought I saw something like a screenshot. Like the joke is like he's too tall for you to be able to see him yeah. on the screen or something yeah. like that. Yeah, you can't That's see. Funny. Like the, you can't see his head on the view of him. Yeah, you can't see. <laughs> you just see his his body part. And when you try to catch him, you don't see his head. Like you got to hit his belly area. That's funny. But uh, yeah, Pokemon goes rocking. Nice. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of Pokemon news out. Yeah, yeah. We can go ahead and talk about the Pokemon, talk news. About Pokemon uh, news. And then I'll talk about a, f- a few of the other games and okay. some more news. News and news and Pokemon and games and news and, and Pokemon and news and games. Yeah. Killed about 30 seconds there. Whew. I don't think we need to. We're already <laughs> at a minute 10. A minute 10. <laughs> I wish. An hour 10. An hour 10. Uh, okay, so Pokemon officially released uh they had a press statement yesterday is it e3 right now no it is not e3 does not happen until not this weekend the weekend after okay so it's it's the second weekend. so they're pre-e3 yeah a lot of companies have been doing some pre-e3ing a lot of companies do have a tendency now to do like teasers and teaser trailers for things um they had kind of it wasn't even in LA it was in Japan it was just like a small press conference that they were hosting gotcha. and there were certain people there that were from the press that were allowed to like tweet out pictures and and show gameplay and then they went ahead and put out some of the gameplay mm-hmm. trailers and stuff uh, so that way everybody could see it um, they went ahead and released uh, Pokemon Quest yes uh, effective yesterday I downloaded it on last the switch played it yep on the switch and it is a almost kind of like a freemium type game i don't know what that um, means so it's like a free game but you have to pay for some content like premium type title oh okay kind of like pokemon go is yeah. you can pay for some of the things you can get the game more is free and shit like that yeah. yeah so it's that essentially but on your switch fortnite 
Uh, Fortnite is kind of like a it's freemium, a freemium game, game as well. Game. Yep. Yeah. So that that kind of covers it. Now you know. I'm I'm smart. No one's half the battle. Ha. Uh, but this game is kind of almost like I can't. It's kind of hard to explain. It's like a wave based, like horde type game. So hell is that that's your nightmare coming to visit you oh god it's the fourth horseman of the apocalypse damn or uh, it's a truck that has a big muffler a really big truck uh but the game itself is like wave based so your characters that you have your pokemon that you select the very first one you, so go you through, catch them the first one that you pick yeah you actually like are with it's it's almost blocky too it kind of looks like like a it's minecraft like minecraft yeah. in a way um or Roblox or whatever your crossy poison road. is. Yeah, Crossy Chicken or whatever the fuck that game's called. Yeah, I think it's Crossy Road. So I don't remember. I I've never you. played it. It's Crossy Road. It's Crossy Road. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it Crossy Road? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it looks like Crossy Road. Maybe Crossy Chicken. <laughs> Who knows? And uh, so you pick the Pokemon that has a, the regular first three original starters, plus you can either pick, you can also pick from uh, Eevee or Pikachu at the beginning as well. Yeah. Um, I they chose, like Eevee and Pikachu these days. Yeah, they do these days. I picked Squirtle, because that was always my go-to whenever yeah. I played the first that three a lot of times. Yeah, I like Charmander a lot, too. He was always my second one if I had to pick fire. another one. Um, obviously, if it was yellow, always Pikachu. Yeah. Um, but... You pick your starter Pokemon, and then it's kind of like an aerial top-down view wave defense thing. So your Pokemon will run around on his own. You don't actually control the Pokemon. You don't control a trainer at all. And you can play it entirely on the Switch with just the touch screen. You don't even have to use a controller if okay. you don't want to. Um, so that's why I said it's almost like it's optimized to be a mobile game. Like a point-and-click kind of... Yeah, in a way. But you're not pointing and clicking your Pokemon to go anything. The only thing you're actually controlling the Pokemon are one of two moves that it has to pick from. Oh, really? So, starting a Squirtle, it has Tackle, and it had... I th- It's like a... I don't even know. I don't, I don't remember it as a move. It's Water it's, Gun. It's not Water Gun. It almost is like Hydro Pump, but it's not Hydro Pump. Oh, okay. It shoots out like little fountains, and it just kind of goes and spins around it in a circle. It's kind of like an area of an effect type oh, okay. thing. Um but you'll fight like three Pokemon at a time. So you'll have like waves of them. So like three Pidgey are here, and then you'll fight all three Pidgey at once. Yeah. You atta- and then it'll be like, all right, wave cleared. And then you'll fight like a boss in the round. So it's like, it's just like almost like if they took Pokemon, had it in, or took like Plants vs. Zombies. Okay. And had it in like an open type of a space to where you fought the waves of the enemies or the zombies coming mm-hmm. at you, and then you had a quote-unquote boss wave or a boss fight okay. at the end of that wave, mm-hmm. and then you beat that level. Um, how you get more Pokemon is after you beat a level, you get certain items, whether it be like mushrooms or fossils or different things, and you can actually cook them in like this pot that's at your camp. Yeah. Um, the, the pot has like a little timer on it. It's based off of how many more expeditions or levels that you go back and forth and complete, and then that food will be done after... You complete X amount of levels. Okay. Um, whenever you get the food, it helps replenish your Pokemon's health and stuff like that. Plus, I guess, like, the smells of the food lure other Pokemon that are in the forest around you okay. around mm-hmm. out and uh, 
you can catch random Pokemon and add them to your team to a point to where you can have up to three Pokemon with you at a time doing okay. the wave things. Okay. So, like, right now in my party, it was... I have Squirrel, I have Rhyhorn, and I have Jigglypuff. Okay. And Jigglypuff has... Which, some of them only have, like, one move. Jigglypuff has his sleep attack, mm-hmm. and then it has, like, a pound attack. Oh, okay. And then Rhyhorn only has... He, he attacks on his own, but you don't... He doesn't have, like, a tackle or something that you can do to big bigger hit. Yeah. He only has Roar, which okay. pushes them back in this game instead of, like, lowering their defense or whatever. Oh, okay. It just pushes them back to give you a little bit more time to kind of build your moves I up see. and stuff. Okay. So, it's... A little bit more tactics based, but it's kind of cool for being free, but at the same time, just kind of I was like, eh, I guess. I mean, I could see this being something that more people would play if it was on mobile as opposed to on the and Switch. And I think it is going to be, like, that's it's going to yeah. be mobile shortly. Like, it's coming yeah. to mobile shortly. Which, I, like I said, it's great for the Switch. I mean, obviously the Switch is mobile and portable, sure, and you can absolutely. take it with you and everything, yeah. too, and it's on a bigger screen. But I could see this being something that, will, as soon as it comes out on mobile, it'll be, like, a fucking cavalcade of downloads yeah. will come out for it. Plus, you know, mobiles are more integrated and set up for that kind of a freemium yeah, format and absolutely. stuff, too. And then they've got um, the two other games that are coming yep, out. They have what the one it? that's coming out, which is the Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and yeah. Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Eevee yeah. um, those are actually straight-up revisualized ports of Pokemon Yellow. Really? So it's back in Kanto, which okay. is like the very first region, like red yeah. and blue and yellow. Um, and instead of fighting Pokemon, you only collect them. Oh, wow. And I don't know if there's even, if there is combat, they didn't show any of it. And I think people were saying if there is combat, they're thinking it's going to be almost like Pokemon Go, where you only have like the two moves. Like you have a special move and you have just like a regular standard attack. Well, and those are supposed to, you're supposed to be able to port your Pokemon Go Pokemon into those games. Yes. And then since it's going to be the first game that'll have a, um... An accessory for the Switch. It's got like a that's, Pokemon got, has a Pokeball that has the buttons on it, mm-hmm. so you can actually use that to throw. Because you can actually do two player on this game. Okay. So you can do two player in wow. the adventure mode. Each person has a Joy-Con because you can play the whole game with just one Joy-Con okay. if you wanted to. Yeah. Move the character around with your joystick. Um, whenever you're throwing the Pokeball, it actually uses like that haptic feedback and like the sensor in it, so you can yeah. actually throw like mm-hmm. toss your. And they'll say uh, whether it's a great throw or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and same same system. That's if you cool. throw, if you actually like. If I saw whenever you are playing with another person, if you guys time your throws at the exact same time, uh-huh. it's like a huge percentage chunk chance uh-huh. of like an increase to actually catch it faster. Cool. So if you work together and actually like time out your throws yeah. and stuff, it works a little bit better. But visually, it just looks really awesome. But that'll sell a switch. That same visual format is going into the one that'll be coming out next year, and that one's untitled. But that yeah. is a full-on RPG Pokemon, like cool. a core canon Pokemon game, a awesome. new one that will be out on Switch, which is what everybody wants. Yeah, absolutely. What That's they've what been, been what everybody's been waiting on for years. It's yeah. never been on a console console exactly. really. We've gotten Pokemon Rumble. Pokemon Rumble, Pokemon like Stadium and Coliseum. Yeah. Um, there was one on that uh, was on the GameCube Pokemon. that was uh, one on the GameCube called Gale of Darkness, I think. Pokemon okay. Gale of Darkness, and it's almost it was almost there. Oh, okay, but it it ended up almost just kind of playing out like a Pokemon Stadium kind of a oh, type okay. game in the, in the long run. Gotcha. So it was close, but this is going to be like taking the GameCube thing, the thing, giving you even way fucking better graphics. A lot more Pokemon, yeah. and then giving you a whole new adventure and stuff on your Switch, which I can only imagine because like the the adventures on the ga- on the GameCube games or on the 
Game Boy games or the mm-hmm. 3DSs or whatever, yeah. they're always big and expansive anyways. Yeah. I can only imagine how much bigger it's going to get whenever yeah. you actually have it on a console. Absolutely. So I think that that's going to end up being really awesome. That's going to be cool. That's going to push all the Switches. I imagine that you probably should get your Switch now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when did, when does the uh, when did the two uh, Let's Go I games? I think come the out? Let's Go games November? come out in the holiday season. So those, I don't see them getting bundled with it. But I think this holiday will probably get a price drop for the Switch. You think we'll get a price? I think drop we'll probably that. end up going down to two fifty instead of uh, three hundred. Yeah, they actually announced, and we because we talked about it briefly last week. I think mm-hmm. maybe not on the podcast, but I know we talked about it in person. But they they said that I they, don't know what you're gonna say. The Japanese. Uh, Nintendo in Japan has yeah. the version of the Switch that they just put out to where you can buy it just the Switch. Oh yeah, instead of the dock. Yeah, with it, they're not doing that in America now. Okay, so they're so, not yeah, gonna make it's it. It's just gonna be it, it's version. it's it's you're always going to have that option in America. Yeah, I think over time they're just gonna lower some of the accessories. So if you want to get another dock for like a separate room, yeah, they're gonna still keep gradually lowering the price. I know on sale they're on sale right now and they're only like fifty or sixty bucks. Yeah, I think I remember. Normally like they're 50. supposed to be eighty. Okay, um, they were ninety at launch, and I ended up paying I think. 45 for mine because it was on sale on like walmart.com one oh, okay. day yeah and i went to our walmart and they had the price match it since it was from their website so, so i was able to pick ducks. it up yeah i got one in the bedroom and i got one in the living cool. room so that way i can bring Which it with is me smart i mean i wish that i had that for they, other consoles they have ones that they sell that are like external docks so you just plug in the hdmi externally oh, okay. instead of having it actually be docked Set in there, yeah. and then you can plug in like something for power on it as well if you want to and they sell those for like 30 35 bucks but they're by third-party companies some of which some of i don't yeah. trust i trust neko some yeah I, they make some decent quality products but mm-hmm. i've also had some fucking stinkers from them too yeah so i would rather just have whatever is from the publisher Absolutely. you know they're, they're the ones who are making it so if anything's to go wrong, I could actually just yeah. you know go straight back well, to the, the same source. thought as the buying used versus buying the real is like just buy real. If you can if you can afford the twenty bucks the twenty bucks more, just do it. Yeah. Like you're gonna have way less issues. It's gonna be way way better overall. Um, that may get me into the switch. I was kind of good. I got rid of my Wii U like two weeks yeah. ago. Especially if you wait if you wait until the holiday season, you get the switch this holiday season. Drop it for two fifty because you're gonna have yeah it. I, I'm guessing, I, I'm just going to guess that it'll probably have a price drop, especially during the holiday season. Yeah. You're going to be able to get that Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the free Pokemon game, It's I, it might, I don't think it's going to be worth it, honestly. You, yeah. I would rather play it on my phone. Yeah. Um, you'll be able to get the Pokemon game as it comes out. Mm-hmm. By then, we'll have the new Smash Brothers because it comes out in September. That's right, yeah. Um, Nintendo will have their online integration stuff too. I think it's like four, it'll be like four bucks a month. Okay. If you want to pay for the online subscription for it, and you get like free games every month, well, that's like, what I was gonna ask. Did they ever get uh, all of their virtual console stuff figured out? Yet. Are they not doing not that? Yet. No, I think that they're probably. My guess with a virtual console is that they're going to wait until they have a mini version of every integration that they possibly can. Okay. I don't see them doing like a GameCube mini, so I think this holiday season we'll probably see a Nintendo sixty four mini. Uh, Oh, I get you know what, what you're mean? saying. Like they're so gonna, they're going to get more money out of that. They're going to do their classics first, yeah. and then they'll do a virtual console after yeah. they're done. And then after that way they can sell. They spend the money on the the minis and stuff, and they're like, "Hey, you can get all those games now on your Switch, yeah. which you'll have to pay the money again for yeah. it." 
and now GameCube games will be on there too or something like that. Yeah, and they'll just have like crazy. a big huge throw up of a bunch of shit cool. at once. So I think that's my idea of how they're going to do that. I don't yeah. think they're going to do anything until they get all that stuff out. Speaking of minis, have you did you see that the Indiegogo has got a Atari uh, classic that they're mm-hmm. pushing out? Yep. That looks pretty killer. There's a, a mini of uh, the Neo Geo uh, arcade cabinet. And oh, okay. it has, like I think, like 30 Neo Geo games in it. So like Metal Slug, King of Fighters and all those and it actually is in like what looks like a miniature arcade cabinet that's that you cool. can play and yeah. I think it has AV out so you can so you plug can it plug into your TV, TV and stuff too yeah. which that I mean, obviously Atari looks slick yeah and then Atari has that console coming out too soon and they do uh-huh. a streaming console oh wow yeah it looks really nice like, I'll show you it like actually game streaming yeah it's almost like kind of having like a like a, like a steam like a link yeah. almost in a way but it's going to have its own service and its own stuff integrated. I don't, I don't want to talk too in-depth about it because I don't know absolutely everything about it. But I saw the images of it and it almost it looks like a high-tech Atari 2600 or something like that. Cool. Or 5200, whichever. Awesome. It has like looks like wood grain um, and just looks like the classic Atari look. But they've like, this is like the modernized Atari. It's pretty neat. Damn. Um, but just yeah. real briefly... Yeah, but I talked. Uh, I've been playing more Destiny. Uh, still on the grind. Two, Destiny two. Trying to get my uh, more exotic weapons and stuff like that mm-hmm. as I go along because it's uh, a lot of them are still kind of just random rolls. So you have to do specific events or whatever okay. to try and get certain items that you really want. I got a, a weapon. Yeah, as a free code in my game. Which one is it? Yeah, I don't know. Is it Cold Heart? Does that sound familiar? I think so. Yeah, that is can't. That- you might have to if it was was the game used or was it brand new? It's brand new. Oh, then it might still be valid. It was it, because I was gonna yeah. I was gonna, already some be- of them beeped it in. Some of them didn't have till the, like the July first or something like that. It was still oh, valid, that's so. cool. I didn't know how long that actually went on for. It's a pretty cool weapon that it was exclusive um, at first. If you pre-ordered the game, you, you got cold. It did Heart. say pre-order exclusive yeah. on the top of it. If if you pre-ordered the game, you get Cold Heart and because uh, you have to pretty much play through most of the game to get it because it's an exotic weapon so you'll have to be like level 20 or something oh, okay. to get it before i can even like yeah, use, it. use it okay yeah. but uh i, think I will level be 20 using level that level 16 weapon, not not for a bit <laughs> anyway not unless you just keep playing but uh no I've, I've been doing the grind for that um played some more PUBG over the course of the past few days with some of the guys yeah um from the ggb yeah uh it's always good like normal, but uh, one of the other news topics that I did want to bring up was the PUBG Studios. I don't know if it's actually like Blue Hole Productions. Uh, Blue Hole. That's the name of the the company <laughs> from Korea that helps uh, Player Unknown make the game. So PUBG Studios is actually su- suing uh, Epic Games uh, for Fortnite. Now that they've made a bunch of money. Yes. So I, I I'm not sure exactly how this is going to go or what the infringement is going to be or how they think they can actually get away with it. Why they have a case. Because, I mean, like, this Battle Royale format, yes, Fortnite is very similar to PUBG, but PUBG is more involved. Okay. I've never played PUBG, but I've seen Fortnite played. PUBG, you have, like, more weapons as far as I'm concerned selection wise you have more attachments and stuff like that okay. you like silencers mm-hmm. scopes for them and stuff like that that you can put on um, 
and it is a similar game. You know, it's more about like the collecting your weapons, finding good gear, and then mm-hmm. going out and then eventually like fighting the people. But you have to get that good gear first. Gotcha. It's the same similar principle, but that battle royale format is now like being duplicated by literally fucking everybody. Yeah. This E3, you're gonna hear battle royale mentioned like every conference probably because <laughs> everybody's making money on every, it. yeah the it's people who have making, making money yeah like call of duty is gonna have a battle royale i i would be willing to bet that there might be a chance that battlefield 5 whenever it comes out is going to have a battle royale mode yeah there's just no getting away from it so does that mean that since he quote unquote came up with this concept <laughs> does that mean that he can sue activision people, and yeah. uh, ea and all these other companies i i don't see this going well yeah for him, I mean, I, Does I don't. Battlefront, like Star Wars Battlefront, have a have a battle royale. No, no, that would be cool. It would be cool, and so there's a lot of games yeah. that it would be kind of cool in. Um, you know, different things that people have kind of speculated with other things coming up too. One of the other things in the news that I was going to bring out was the uh, the announcement of the newest Fallout title that actually happened this morning. Oh, okay. Um, it's hot off the press. It is very, very hot off the press. Mm-hmm. So. And, and a lot of people, that's that's why I was kind of bringing up with the Battle Royale for it, was uh, people were speculating that this new Fallout was going to end up being potentially like a Battle Royale game or gotcha. something like that, uh-huh. because it's so soon from the last uh, Fallout game that's came out. So people weren't sure what it was going to end up turning out to be. People thought it might have been a remaster, because okay. of the way that they were doing the announcement. They started up a stream on Twitch, Bethesda. This is the company that makes these games. Okay. To make the Elder Scrolls games mm-hmm. too, uh, so Bethesda started up a stream yesterday at eleven a.m. Uh-huh. and it was just a screen in the background on a TV that was—it's a big screen TV. So it, and it had the "Please Stand By" and like it was like the Fallout logo. In the foreground, in focus, was a Pit Boy, which is like the little uh, oh, Vault the, Tech like guy, the blonde hair, yeah, kinda... Vault Tech, uh, like Vault Boy or whatever. In the foreground, like in the, boy. In, in the foreground here, uh-huh. and in in focus, and they would occasionally come on screen. People would and just like add new little things or take away things or just do like a stupid little sketch with like a like a puppet or something like that. And there was no audio at all. It was just completely quiet, and it was that until basically like almost eight or nine o'clock last night. Mm-hmm. And then they quote unquote put the pit boy to bed. They turned off the lights in the room, put the pit boy on his side, covered him up with like a little blanket, mm-hmm. and gave him a watch that said nine forty five, which would I, I guess it was nine forty five Eastern Standard Time yeah. this morning. Okay. That was them kind of giving you a hint. This is when we're actually going to tell you something and give you like an announcement. I gotcha. So people, there was like almost one hundred and forty thousand people on a regular basis that were just watching this screen. Holy cow! On Twitch, of just. The pit boy, yeah, uh, this little bobblehead sleeping, sleeping, or just standing there in front of a screen. Nothing else was going on, yeah. other than like maybe every hour and a half, two hours, maybe somebody would come on and be like, "Here's a balloon," and they like throw the balloon down, being like, yeah. "We're celebrating," and then they would walk off, and then you wouldn't see another person or nothing would change for another like two hours. <laughs> and it did that up until this morning, and then uh, Todd Howard from the CEO of Bethesda came out and uh, said, "You guys think." It's been long enough. Been long enough. <laughs> okay, and then uh, tease the game. It's Fallout seventy six is the name of the game. Um, it's Vault seventy six from the games. Um, 
in the games, they're, they're, it's it's all after like a nuclear fallout that's yeah. happened mm-hmm. across America. I don't know if you've seen or played that's much of anything like that. But there are vaults all over, riddled all over the United States, numbered vaults um, that a company named Vault Tech has made. Okay. Um, specific vaults are control groups. Some of them have weird or crazy things that I've done that Vault Tech is doing almost as like social experiments in a way. Okay. Or just experiments to the people in general. Mm-hmm. Some of them like this, this vault is actually only full of just weird indigenous plants hmm. or something like that. And that, like, the toxins from the plants, eventually, as the fall happened, like, churned them all into, like, mutants. Okay. Um, the control group ones, nothing happened to them. They were literally just there to be, like, how will these guys survive X amount of years in the vault? Yeah. Vault 76, which uh, it, it, they've talked about it in the lore, but we never really seen or heard anything about it ever since until this game. It's the first, it was a vault, the biggest vault control group it was 500 people, and they were the ones that would be released the soonest. Though so every other people was going to be 100, 200 years after the fallout's done, so that way some of the radiation's more so subsided okay. and everything. So this group of people was supposed to be opened 20 or 25 years afterwards. Okay. And they have equipment and stuff that's supposed to help them, you know, do whatever you need to do to, to live and survive and everything and thrive. Yeah. But this is like their big announcement was they're actually doing a whole new game. And, wow. and a lot of people weren't anticipating that because. It's been this October is ten years since Fallout Three came out, so people were thinking it might be a Fallout Three bit remaster, or it's been like three years since Fallout Four came out. Maybe they'll touch up the graphics a bit and call it a remaster a I bit too. But a full on new game is just absolutely crazy, and so now all we can do is just kind of speculate until E three because nobody really knows what it is. It's just a teaser trailer. All we so have. that's all. There's companies like this doing everything where they're just dropping little like, yeah, hey, little, we're going to talk about this teasers. in a week or two. We're going to yeah. talk about yeah, so this. So Battlefield, they uh, EA announced Battlefield Five coming out, but they did like a two minute little teaser trailer, like gotcha. a little cinematic trailer, no mm-hmm. real gameplay or anything to it. But they'll show real gameplay and talk more about the game till it's release date gotcha. and stuff like that at what's, E three. What's Battlefield? That like a war game. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It was Battlefield 1942 was the first one that came out on okay. PC like years ago, like oh, okay. 1999 or 2000 or something like that. Gotcha. Um, Dice is the company that makes those games now, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, they are also the company that works on Battlefront. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah a little bit as well. I thought so. Yeah. Cool. 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 What else you got? Uh, as far as games and stuff goes, that's all I've really played, and that's okay. the majority of the news. So, cool. if you don't mind, let's uh, get on to some spoiling. Alrighty. Tell me about some solos. Well, uh, so solo, uh, if you don't want to hear about it, turn your shit off. Um, it's that time of the of the month or the <laughs> the week. <laughs> Whatever. So you we're do. at an hour thirty-two now. So uh, go ahead and give us about maybe fifteen, twenty yeah, minutes, and then we'll be right more back. Than fifteen. All right. Bye. Um, okay. So <laughs> Solo um, was a, a heck of a Star Wars film. Um, the uh, the fella who played Han Solo is uh, is a it was good. I was very surprised with uh, with his choice or whoever's choice. Um, I don't know if you remember um, when they first were working on this movie, there was a lot of shit that went down, but of one of those things was when Alden Einrich, which is the, the name of the guy who played Han Solo, uh, was that he was needing to take acting classes, if I remember right, mm-hmm. during all this, and they were trying to get him coached 
into some things, which was worrisome, um, which I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, how many movies do we not know about the actors getting coached through the very beginning of it, yeah, especially what, when they have a new actor? That's, what other movies has he been in? Uh, he was in, we talked about last week, he was in uh, Hail Caesar. Oh, you was the Beautiful only, Creatures. Beautiful Creatures, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but there wasn't that. a lot. Yeah. He didn't have like a, he didn't have a, this major list of films. So, yeah. um, he's dealing with, uh, you know, a couple of heavyweights. He's, he's working with Woody Harrelson. Right. Working with Paul Bettany. Um, at that point he was, the movie was being helmed by the Lord Miller guys that did Lego movie. Um, so who knows what was going on and, I don't know what their vision was if this guy was supposed to be an exact knockoff of Harrison Ford or how all that was hanging out. But what I can tell you is that I really enjoyed his performance as Han Solo. I thought that he did enough of... he. It, it didn't feel like he was copying Harrison Ford as much as he was portraying the character of Han Solo. That's good. Which I liked. Yeah. Uh, I liked that it wasn't... There were there were some times though I can tell you that his vocal delivery his voice delivery was very much sounded like Harrison Ford. Um, uh, visually, he doesn't look identical to Harrison Ford, but he's kind of got the same style and the same look, which is good. And that's really all you need. I don't yeah. think you're needing. It makes me wonder, like now that it's it was helmed by Ron Howard, right? Yeah. So I wonder if like he maybe just still used some of the stuff that he was being like taught acting wise. Yeah. From before, yeah. you know, even just Could like at going into this, even yeah. if like Ron Howard was just like, "Oh no, you'll be great, you'll be great." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. It didn't feel weird. The writing was really good. It was written by Lawrence Kasdan and his son, which I think his name is Christopher Kasdan, perhaps. Uh, Lawrence Kasdan wrote The Empire Strikes Back, yeah, um, amongst other Star Wars films, but that one obviously the good is one. the big one. Um, and so having him at the helm of that, really understanding that character specifically because empires were so han really got to shine and really got mm -hmm. to be who han was so it was definitely cool to see that side of things um the the storyline the build-up essentially you start on um the planet that um oh shit what's it called um corelia corelia um where um they empires got a heavy hand and um the one of the coolest things that you see that is no spoiler at all whatsoever is when they're kind of getting you into Corellia at the very beginning, um, they're putting together and building a Star Destroyer and they're building it in space, like they build the Death Star and everything. Yeah. And so you kinda of see it in the in the skyline cruising by with like it's kind of a skeleton and you see like different machines placing different panels on it and stuff. And I was like, that's cool. Because that cool. uh, that's just something you don't typically see is them building stuff. But right. I feel like in Rogue One they showed a little bit maybe of building some stuff in space. And uh, they've obviously shown it with the Death Star building it. And then this again, it was like just the side of things that you don't always see when you're in the middle of a war story or whatever kind of story. It's not like, hey, in the background there is still construction of things going on. And we're not just building it in the ground and then lifting it up into space. Like, all of this stuff happens while it's still flying, which is real cool. Um, not not unlike a barn building that the Amish would do. Yes. Before they go to the Rumspringer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly like the barn building. Um, but uh, it's 
pretty, I feel like, action-packed uh, through it all. Keeps you running, except for when you're super tired and you see... You fall asleep uh, for 20 minutes. You, you fall asleep for 20 minutes. Uh, but what, it was. What was it that made you fall asleep other than just being tired? Do you was there something a scene that was going on that was just like no? Because it was really it was like when Lando was kind of kicking in. Like oh, yeah, that was so. I definitely I wanted to see the Donald Glover performance. Did that um, turn out well? Good. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Yeah. I liked him. Uh, there were some times where he was very. It almost seemed like at a certain point in the movie, he would change from I'm Donald Glover smooth to I'm Lando Calrissian smooth. Um, and it was just in different pieces where maybe there was a little bit more, um, he was directed a little differently to deliver certain lines perhaps. Um, but it was good. I liked him a lot. I liked him a lot in that he, uh, had a robot friend who was kind of your, uh, seemed like, um, heavy, uh, like heavy focus on maybe poking fun at today's, uh, politics a little bit she was very hardcore feminist um oh, the droid was yeah the droid was but like very hardcore robotist instead of feminist uh but she was a, a woman who kind of seemed like she would be delivering lines that were similar to someone that would be very hardcore feminist and not to say that i'm not I'm very much equal rights but uh but it was it was just funny the way that the character was written and delivered cool um and then so uh, was I? Did I call Amelia Clark's character right? Uh, Amelia Clark's character was uh, kind of a they were they were a little bit of in an Aladdin situation where oh, she was a princess. They were both street rats. No, oh. no, they were both uh, they were street rats. And uh, the very beginning, they kind of set that tone. Um, Hans already he's a, a a kid that lives in this. Uh, kind of shanty town little thing that is ran by this uh, kind of slum lord, uh, which is very cool looking like worm puppet kind of thing. Um, and within like the first first like five minutes, he's uh, pretending like he's gonna blow her up with a rock, and he says this is a bomb, and and she's like no it's not, and he goes yeah it is. He goes I just armed it. She goes no you just made that noise with your mouth, and he goes no I didn't. <laughs> and uh, so it was like immediately set a really good tone of like. The Han Solo shenanigans that you see him in all the way up until really his death in yeah. in the Force Awakens, like he's still getting into trouble with lore, with overlords and and uh, getting into all kinds of shenanigans. So um, that was cool. Um, they get split up immediately while they're trying to escape Corellia. Um, he goes on to join the war uh, as a he wants to become a pilot for whoever he doesn't care he just wants to be a pilot so he joins the empire and fights as a he's a soldier in the empire's uh, uh army and uh and then he meets chewbacca who they call the beast and uh he's all like muddy and in a pit and uh almost kills han and then they uh han knows a little bit of of uh of wookie language and so they start talking back and forth and bust out, and they meet up with Woody Harrelson and his gang of, of uh, miscreants. And, uh, so was that the quote-unquote life debt, like busting him out? I think so. I think so. That's what it looks like to me, is that he saved him from being held, this the monster in the pit that they threw people down to. So that looks like it's probably the life debt. Um, 
they from the beginning they start to kind of talk about this uh, hyper fuel, and so the hyper fuel is kind of the center of the movie, in that uh, when they're trying to get their way out of Corellia, he had he had stole some hyper fuel which is super valuable and that's what they pay off the guards so they can get through, uh, but she gets caught and he doesn't. Um, after they he meets up with Woody Harrelson, he becomes part of a heist team that. Uh, is trying to jack a bunch of hyperfuel, and that doesn't go super well because there's these pirates, that Infus Nest that you've heard about probably in the like the villain in the movie. It's like a pirate that is a rival uh, gang of, of people that are trying to lift this hyperfuel. Uh, comes out that Woody Harrelson and them are, um, are working for Paul Bettany's character which is uh, Crimson Tide, I think. Okay. Or something like that is the name of the, the gang. And uh, so he's like, you guys got to figure this shit out or you're going to be dead because I need that hyperfuel. And they lost it when Infant's Nest, uh, Infant's Nest, as I call it, the baby's nest, <laughs> uh, uh, ends up fucking that whole thing up. So... Uh, they got to get some hyperfuel. That's where the uh, the uh, the the run Kessel run comes into play because Kessel has unrefined fuel, and unrefined hyperfuel is super. Um, it'll blow up real quick. So they're it's like, unstable. you can't do that. Yeah, they're like, you're not gonna be able to do that to get it to the refinery. Uh, the closest uh, one is like in twenty parsecs or whatever, and he's like, I can do it. And uh, so, essentially, they have to get to Kessel, which is a mining place. There's a bunch of shit that happens, which is where I fell asleep. And uh, they get Lando, because Lando has the ship. And so, they go through, get Lando. They've got their crew with Lando, his droid, Han, Chewbacca, Woody Harrelson, and that lady that you say your name, but I can't remember. Amelia Clark. Yeah, Amelia Clark. So, all of them get together, go get their Kessel... Uh, they don't go get the Kessel. They get the, the unrefined shit, and then they gotta make the Kessel run in enough time to not let that stuff explode. Um, they did it in 12 parsecs? They did it, and he rounded down to 12. Was it 15? I don't know, because oh. <laughs> uh, Chewbacca is actually the one who says the actual distance, and he just goes, well, if you round down, it's 12. And <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. They get to it, um, there's a big battle of Infant's Nest, and <laughs> and uh, who come, finds out that Infant's Nest is, uh, I'm going to just call it Infant's Nest, sure. uh, is part of the rebellion, and they're trying to get fuel to the, the, to the rebels. To the rebels. And, uh, and so Han makes the right decision to give it to them, versus giving it to Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide. And there's a bunch of double crossing through all of that. But once you get to the end of that, what we'd already talked about and what most people probably already know if you've, you're into spoilers is that uh, Amelia Clark kills Paul Bettany's character and then takes over and makes it her call to his boss, Darth Maul. Which is probably not Darth anymore, he's just Maul. Yeah, he's just Maul. He's just Maul, but he's head of Crimson Tide. Uh, which makes sense because he's red. And uh, yeah. crimson, and so uh, so we definitely we've got a robot bottomed, uh, robot robot legged uh, mall um, as you've seen in Rebels. If you keep up with that, 
um, not the spider legs that you see in Clone Wars. So that's pretty cool. They set it up to where um, Han and Chewie are going to go to Tatooine to uh, check out this big boss that's got a big job going on. Jabba. Yeah. They don't say Jabba, but they say this boss that's got that going on. And then Amelia Clark. Amelia? Yep. Emily. Amelia. Amelia Clark uh, is heading off to meet up with Darth Maul in Dothamir or whatever uh, his planet is that he's in. So that's kind of where they leave it. You know that Infant's Nest is uh, is heading to help the Rebellion. Han and Chewie are heading to Tatooine, and Amelia Clark's heading cool. to check so out. So you'll Darth actually Maul. get to see like maybe if the next movie ends up half. There's another movie you'll yeah. be able to see the whole Java situation with how Han he gets and to where he owes them all this. Probably, money. I would assume how it would wrap up would be them like actually confronting maybe Maul and had getting to see Maul's end. Yeah, kind of yeah, a thing. That'd be cool. That would be cool. I don't know how it's all going to tie together. I mean, obviously, uh, if anybody's keeping up with the news, this movie isn't performing the way that I think Disney was hoping to. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, every movie that they have now that's either tied to Star Wars or to Marvel is like a fucking billion dollar plus movie. So they're crazy. If it's not going to get to the point where it's like not even touched a billion or something, yeah. they're just going to be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't do that. Yeah. And they didn't. They didn't leave it to where something has to happen in this movie. They could very easily make this head into the Obi Wan Kenobi movie. Sure. And maybe Kenobi, maybe Obi Wan is dealing with the the Maul situation and Amelia Clark. That'd be pretty awesome. And it has nothing to do with Han at all. And they can leave Han to where yeah to yeah. where he's messing with Jabba. And you have they don't even have. I mean, you know. That he's gonna get into debt with Jabba, and then he's gonna end up in Mos Eisley spaceport, and there's gonna be a be meetup. Cool do, though, so they don't though. have to. Well, I just meant like older Obi Wan, yeah. going and fighting and fighting against like Amelia, and then like doing another battle with Maul, yeah. and then they have like their their sweet reunion. Exactly. Like, oh, you got your robot legs, yeah. Lieutenant Maul. <laughs> so that could be cool. And if they're if they're thinking that this uh, this solo movie isn't where they wanted it to be, I don't think they have to make a solo too. Sure. Um, and they can still tie up whatever loose ends with another film. Yeah. Um, but I dug it. Um, I've dug all of the Disney moves that they've made. They've not all been pitch perfect, but I don't have a better idea. I'm just there to be entertained, yeah. and I've been entertained. And pitch perfect's over now. They already did the three they that they were going to do, yeah. so now they're not going to be another one. We don't have to worry about it. Yeah, we don't have to. No. no more Anna Kendrick trying to sing to us She's about cute, anything. Though. She is cute, but she fits I mean, in my pocket. come on, it's the same movie three times. It is exactly the same <laughs> movie three times. Uh, but yeah, that's Solo. Um, I recommend it. I, I think everybody should go out and see it because it clearly needs somebody to pay for it to, to uh, get in there. So go watch it. Um, make it some money so we can see some more Star Wars movies. Definitely. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Shad's Corner. Shad's Q&A. It doesn't have a name yet, <laughs> but I'm trying real hard. He's got a little game for us. Yeah, does do the have game a have a game. game? I do have. I have a. a Is it game. called Rumspring? It's called Rumspring. No, that would be a cool game, though. It would. That would be cool. No, um, this is um, the horrible, the most horrible game ever. Okay. I thought about it today. Is it Fuck Mary Kill? Nope. I played that before. Um, this is called the Domain Register Game. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, okay. Essentially, I'm going to give you a domain. Okay. And then you're going to tell me what it is for. So, like, .com, and then you tell me, like, what a .com is. But they're not going to be, like, standard domains. They're going to be, like... Okay. Like, domain suffixes, not... Not like the act. Not like, like Wikipedia. That's it. Like dot com, and I'd be like, oh, that's for community. Yeah. Or exactly. net as network. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's cool. the game. <laughs> okay. Um, Hit me with your best shot. I only did this because I didn't know what some of the ones that I I currently uh, visit websites for are. Um, so I thought I'd check it out and see what's up. Um, do you know what a dot io is? Dot io. Yes. Uh, informative organization. No. It is an open domain for the British Indian Ocean Territory. Oh, these are gone all... Like, .nz would be for New Zealand. Correct, but I I only bring up these because a lot of the websites I visit are these weird ones, and I think it's so that they stay off of the radar of yeah, yeah. normal things. That makes sense. There's a lot of .ios that I deal with, um, and actually give them my money, which maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how Indian Ocean trading is these days. I remember back in like the 1770s. Pirates it was of the Caribbean. Rough. Yeah. <laughs> He's the greatest pirate that ever lived. Um, do you know what the .mobi is? I thought that this was just a file type, but evidently it is also a web domain. No. Uh, the dot .mobi is the internet's first top-level domain for mobile devices. Oh, that dot makes .mobi sense. is an open domain, meaning anyone can register a dot .mobi. Cool. Um, here's one for you. What is the dot .xxx? That's for porn. Yeah, I did note that they actually had yeah, a dot they .xxx. They were supposed to start transferring a lot of those like dot .coms over to that, so that way it would... Like just all be under its own like privatized little so, like, hub. When I go to dot, or when I go to www.xnxx.com, it would be xnxx.xxx. Yeah, or like pornhub.xxx yeah. or other ones.xxx. <laughs> other ones. I don't know a lot. Um, I just go to one usually. Um, what about? Did you know there's the dot name? There's a lot of other dots that I've seen before. There's one that's for uh, like runners, running website, and it's just dot run. Really? Yeah. Huh. Dot name is for individuals. That's cool. So you can have a Justin Harris dot name. That's cool. Huh. Justin Harris dot name dot org um, backslash. There's a lot of countries. I didn't really think this one through. Dot html. Um. Dot Josh Demel. <laughs> dot Kevin Bacon. Then they have like all the dot co dot uk, dot co which is just companies yeah. for yeah, United company Kingdom and United org Kingdom. dot uk. That's just JP, a lot of dots. Japan. It's just stupid, stupid. Um, yeah, this was a bad game. I'm it done. wasn't a bad game. I'm done. Sorry, but I do have a a a warning. Not a warning. Warning seems strong. Um, is this about the fire again? No, but it is about spring. Okay. And I want you guys to really just think about this as your spring is come and gone and it's hot as fuck outside. Okay. Is that make sure and clean your gutters. Yeah. Um it's there's a lot of rain. Um I got up and I cleaned my gutters because I just had water just pouring down out the sides of the gutters and nothing coming out the bottom. Yeah. And what I found is that there's a big thick 
amount of like sludgy dirt shit. Yeah. That hangs out at the bottom of your gutters and dries and makes this like wall to where it doesn't go down the drain pipe. Yeah. If you don't clean that shit. So clean your gutters. Yep. And trim your trees. Because uh, they're growing this time of year. So trim those trees and clean those gutters. And that is not a sexual innuendo. I strongly disagree. <laughs> what is not a strong uh, sexual innuendo is we have comments and feedback. This is the song for comments and feedback. All right. We got one comment from a post I made on Facebook saying, hey, you guys have any questions for us or want any general statements you would like to make uh, that I can announce on the podcast? And we got one from a gentleman named Trey Thompson, or Bernald, if you are so inclined, since that's his actual name. Uh, yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah, about that. That's his real name. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, boobs. Secrets out. Why are they so good? Just in general? Is he talking about like man boobs also? Or just, female boobs? I just in general, boobs. Why are they hmm. so good? I thought about this because you... Uh, you I briefed you. You briefed me. I, I boxer briefed you. You gave me my underwear, and I I thought about it for a moment, and then we kind of got started, and I forgot all about it again. Yeah. So and not a lot of thought has went into my answer, but you've known about it for a while. So what do you think about boobs? I think they're great. But why? I think was his question. It's, it's not just because it's like it? instinct, you know? Like it's just it's a it's a partially a weird motherly edifice thing like you just want to beat around the fun bags do you beat them no is that how you do it no you don't do that oh. you you treat them gently yeah are you a do you do you grab the whole thing or do you are you just a nipple guy or do you like i just i i what's all the, what's above. your technique i mean it's it's i play the field do you squeeze all it like a honka honka uh sometimes but you know a lot of women don't like that time? so <laughs> A lot of women don't like that. They it's like really kind of weird to think that like men are infatuated with basically what is just a bunch of like fat and muscle. Yeah, I like a lot of fat though. Sometimes you know what I mean though. Yeah, this has been a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they're just cool. Um, some of them I like them all though. I don't know. Um, I don't have a preference of size, color, shape. I want to see them all. Um, don't he care. He wants to go to every country. He wants to see your women's boobs. Yeah, I don't even care if I see a man boob or two. World tour. Yes. World tour. <laughs> and that's the end. <laughs> I didn't know if we were staying on or uh, if we matter. were if we were just. Just saying that that's the end, or if we were gonna don't forget to give us on. don't forget to give us feedback and all feed the bags feed bags and, which is a code name for boob yeah and then uh, comments on our twitters yeah. and all the shit that I said last week we'll we see like you guys it. we'll see you guys later bye uh, don't forget to wrap your willies and uh, fuck fuck some stuff I feel New Zealand. Oh.